I have actually have a lot of dollar bills on me right now. Yeah, just throw just throw down whatever money's in your pockets. Just you guys want to run your pockets and put it, place about, it on the table. You guys want to know about the gifts that I was gonna bring <laughs> yeah. you, but I decided not to because I wanted to keep them for myself. No, tell them us on the podcast. Okay. Well, I mean, we're technically on the pod. This is kind of a cold open. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude, look at I have so many. I don't. I just don't have two dollars. Just put bills, all the money you have tell you on what, the here's table. Five. You're bringing you, us you money. Can, you can't keep pocket. this, but you can have it in front of you. Ah, thank okay. you. Five inch. What else do you have in your pockets? Earplugs. Put them, show us. Ibuprofen. Just turn them inside out. So so just sure put all. Just put all your empty out your pockets on the. No, no earplugs. Have a lighter. I take the lighter. If any guys, if this gets too intense, I got ibuprofen in there. Okay. Got a lighter here. Yep. In my phone. You get a phone. Can we hear that? You're picking picking that up. Yeah. It's I full have, of liquid. I have an old i I have an old iPod and headphones. Let's okay. open that up. We'll let's, probably take that. Is that a classic in there? Let's, let's open that up. Oh, Is I got the classic. Classic. Dude, back in the day. Oh yeah, we're gonna be keeping that. Oh we'll yeah, that. yeah. No, that'll yeah, be fine. That'll yeah, be yeah. that'll be good. The iPod will do. You guys are acting. So you take like the five dollars back. We'll take the. We'll yeah. Just leave the pod. You guys are acting like you have a charger for this. Like you can fucking. I do charge have a charger up. for it. Brandon probably does. I do have a charger. We should charges for it. Probably hang out more then. I mean. Because I need I'm to a, charge. I'm a tech guru, kind of. I'm the tech guru of the podcast, so if you didn't know that. so I know. Well, Star Valley. We have a charger for an old iPod Classic that we're going to take from you. He's a tech guru. I'm the heart and soul. You know what? I yeah. think I want to take these $5 back from each of you guys. Yeah, it's making me a little nervous. That's fine. Here. We don't want an iPod Classic. We, we want the iPod bring, Classic. Me and Luke are going to share it every other Sunday. Oh. We switch. Yeah. I'm AirPlugs. Ah. But I'm not going to lie. I feel a little violated now that like all my possessions are on the table. That's but. Okay. We like if we're gonna have someone on here, we kind of want to get to know them. We also want to make sure they're not carrying any weapons. Or right. So this like is like a that. safety thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like I get a safety it. thing, and also for us to like take something from you, and to, and to begin the podcast with our guests being in a vulnerable state. Nice. Yeah. 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 We like That's to, when the real honesty comes out. Well, we the like ch- to dominate you. Yeah. Well, the chair is terrible. So. Yeah. I get okay. It. So now you're gonna be quiet while we do our intro. All right. I'm gonna and pull. Then we'll introduce you. Later, now that we've got you feeling... Right. I'm, I'm going full flarity. I'll come in in like 45 minutes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Hello, uh, Luke. Hey, buddy. Luke Beeman, that's you, right? That's me, man. And I'm Brandon Valley. That's me, man. And we're back. Yeah. We're back with Dead Lies Podcast, dude. We're back again. The back-to-back episodes here. It's so quick. The turnaround. I don't think we've ever gotten so quick. Just so shows far. that if we wanted to, we could be the biggest podcast in North America. We could. But we, we like to chum the waters... Yeah. Forgive the pun. Keep you wanting. Right. <clears throat> Keep you wet and wanting. Yeah. If, if your audience is just expecting pure gold constantly coming out, we like to keep their expectations low and blow them away. Exactly. I love low expectations. Me too. Remember when we went on... What we didn't talk about last time is when we went on a, a podcast audition. The what? The audition. Oh, the, oh, oh, oh our audition. Yeah. Yeah. We went to... Uh, for some reason, they were doing an open call for podcasters in Boston to audition for some movie about some metal guy who goes deaf. Right. And then Luke and I went and auditioned. Yeah. And we didn't get the part. Yeah, I guess not, huh? We didn't get the part. They like my look. They didn't like you the way you looked yeah. at all. No, they I, they got they couldn't Which get rid of surprising. me quick enough. Yeah, it's not surprising to me. Yeah, like, I don't have much of a look. It, yeah. But apparently, looks aren't everything. Apparently, you have to be able to act. Yeah, I order to get I a guess. part in a film. I mean, the, the, I, the, the three pages of the script that they had us read was really stupid. It was stupid. It was poorly written. It's stupid, and we got at the last second. Yeah. They're like, they came out and they're like, "Okay, you're ready. Have you gone over your lines?" I'm like, "We don't have our lines." They're right. Like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Here. Very unprofessional. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And, and it, it was just we, everyone that else was there auditioning knew all the pe- the auditioneers. You know, yeah. we were just outsiders, and they didn't want to let us in. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I asked the person, too, because I'm like, why 
do they want a podcaster? Wouldn't you just get an actor to play a podcaster instead right. of a real podcaster? It seems stupid. And they're like, that's a very good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, apparently, obviously, they're answering to someone else, like, for like right. the, the reason this is happening. Yeah. Because I assume they weren't impressed with many of the podcasters that went in there. And they didn't, like, there was a movie about musicians, and, like, they definitely didn't care that I was a musician, you know, no. either. They're like, oh, you're a musician? I was like, yeah, yeah. And they were like, um. Yeah, like, I don't care about metal at all. Yeah, it was, uh. Yeah, it was a complete waste of an afternoon. So I was just going to raise my hand. So yeah, yes, oh, sir. Hello. So I'm just fascinated by this whole thing. So uh, they d- they didn't want the real juice. No, they didn't, they didn't want, want real podcasters or a musician. No, or the looks. Or the looks. No. They didn't want the looks. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't. They didn't want. We gave them a trifecta. One of us had the look. One of us had the musician. Right. Both of us were podcasters. Yeah. And they're not. It's like, what do they want? I don't know. Some fucking loser. Someone they can dominate. I think it's probably our personalities are probably too big for them. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's a they couldn't. You guys didn't get it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We're Probably not just some us. schmooze that they can tell us, go over there, act this way, have this emotion. Yeah, no, it's no, like, no. no, I'm going to have whatever emotion yeah, I want. I'm going to fucking emote. I'm going to have way. a trailer <laughs> yeah. with a fucking unlimited chicken in it. Right. All the stop and chop chicken I want. Right. And I'm going to have some uh, public, some personal assistant, definitely, yeah. to boss around. Oh, for sure. Preferably someone who's just spineless. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. We're too, we're too spined. Yeah, we have too much spine for that work so now that's show business baby now what can you do that's the biz that's the biz we had a taste we had a taste and uh, i think we'll stick to podcast yeah yeah no more no more podcast movie auditions for us yeah i mean why i i get like these um these messages like from boston casting agencies all the time and like not only a lot of emails but they text me too and it's like mail wanted oh yeah i get it it's not a whole lot of like I think I'm going to unsign up for it because it's I, too much. I need to unsign up. I don't know why I haven't yet. Yeah. I haven't gone to a single one. I got contacted audition for America's Got Talent hey. on Facebook. Someone they messaged me on you? Facebook. Yeah, yeah. They reached out to me. Oh, that's wow. a, that might have just well, been an IRS. Me, they want uh, me to put my... Call. They want to put give them tapes really? to see if I should audition. But yeah, they reached out to me personally. What, was it like the Facebook page? Like it said America's Got Talent? No, it was like a producer. On okay. That, like messaged me. Wow. I don't know how they found out about me. But I think I'll do it. You get when did this happen? Honestly, uh, like two, like last week. Wow! So I'm gonna give him tape. Something but, about this guy. Awesome. Yeah, but he's got the I, look. He's got the talent. Remember, somebody just came up to him at we were at the bar, and somebody's like, right. "You have such a familiar face." Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on right uh, now?" Yeah, I'd have known her. And then the he kind of put his hands back behind his head, and he just sat back and who soaked we, it up. Who we assume is actually a sex worker. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I do know her somehow. I mean, she knows my friend. That doesn't change but the fact that probably I, I I told my roommate about it because that's who she knows, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, she probably could be," or like, "I bet she has a sugar daddy." So maybe that's what it is—sugar daddy situation. Yeah, that's what it seemed. Because yeah. something was that, that, something was something going wasn't, on. It was like yeah, a summer. It's like a summer sugar cape daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah had, like the exactly. short white shorts. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're going to that bar in Assembly Row where there's like outside fire pits. That looked like some place where you would take a girl and be like, well, no one's going to recognize right. me here. Not if you're Brandon yeah. Valley. Well, that, well, she accosted me. <laughs> uh, exactly, know? except you were the one recognized. So. Yeah, yeah. Right. Celebrity. So um, hopefully I'll be in America's Got Talent and I can bomb right. on there. I think that'll be nice. Well, you know, you've got to look. You know, uh, guys like Zach and I, you know, we got hats and beards. Yeah, and I got no look. We wear jeans it's and good. black t-shirts. You know what? We, you you got to look. You got a style. Like, I got something that is brought to you. You got these glasses. You got this mustache, this nose ring, this NASA shirt. Like a Ron Jeremy who's shorter and has a smaller penis. Oh, look, we've been through this. I don't agree with the Ron Jeremy. Thank you. It bothers me. And I bet your penis is sweet, dude. Thank you. Like, yeah. It's a sick rod. You're wearing a NASA shirt. You got the chicken. Like, you got the Thanks, email being bro. like, looking for male. 
Like right. we're, the, we're the bare minimum. He's got the goods. That's exactly it. Yeah. We yeah. don't have much to offer outside of should just Should we being introduce males. our guests? We should. I would say let's just not. Yeah. Let's just not. Because he's already just been just on. Just not introduce Let's him. just not even say who just he is. Just let him just talk. Just, yeah. say, uh, just anonymous. No credit. Yeah. Just creditless. He's yeah. in it for the love of the game. I gave you guys $5 each. You gave us an iPod. We gave you back your $5. We're taking the iPod Classic. So I missed that. We would introduce you if you yeah. got that right. But then even, you failed even... the second test. I yeah. wonder what you would like actually like on that iPod. Uh, probably nothing. We're gonna format it, and we're not gonna get let Luke. <laughs> I got the Rocky soundtrack one through four. Oh, I got uh, is that it? That's it. Not even five. Not even Rocky five. I'll tell you what's on there that I don't like: uh, fish and the talking heads. <laughs> yep. Actually, there's a lot of that. So let's not, um, let's not give away who I am too much here. <laughs> Pink Floyd's all right. Yeah, that's a great segue. Brandon Actually, made. Pink Floyd. Um, our guest today is Mr. Zach Berwick. Hi, howdy. Uh, Zach mm. is a musician. Uh, he is a drummer. He plays for a band called Pink Talking Fish. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a fusion of the music of Pink Floyd, Talking Heads, Fish, and Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Mostly and, the D. And mostly the D. Yeah. So why didn't you guys have that Pink Talking Fish Dion? Because it's just assumed, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. People just know. Yeah. It would add just kind of like a Canadian flair to the band. Yeah. I think that would be good for like you guys internationally. Yeah. it's. Uh, I think if you walk around in this country with a heart and either a set of titties or some balls, then right. you know that we're probably, that we love the Canadian Dion. Yeah. And the heart seen, will go on. You've seen Titanic. We know the way it goes. and. You know. Every night I touch you. Oh wow, Zach, that sounded yeah. really good. Thanks for treating us to that. I didn't even move my mouth. That's <laughs> the best part. That's not the best one. The best one. Where does your heart beat now? Okay, right here, dude. That we, one. That song. How many bad. tracks into your iPod is that song? Uh, I. It's not. It's not mine anymore. Oh. That, that's not how. Uh, that's also not how me. iPods really work. You, yeah. you realize that, right? <laughs> it's just like yeah, a, a, one through twenty-five, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never owned an iPod, guys. Um, uh, I just had. Okay. I, my phone stores my music. I don't know if you heard about this. It's Have very you, similar. You heard about this? Similar system. Well, that's why this is the old the useless technology. Well, that's now. why we're taking it. Yeah. Right, because it's pointless. And before we move on, have you have you seen the terrible video of the guy playing recorder to? My heart, what is it? My heart will go on forever. No, no, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that. It, it That's actually fucking makes me crack I, I up watched, every time. I, just I love bad recorder Titanic videos. Recently, though. What's that? Bad recorder is great. Yeah. Maybe I'll all play, the wrong notes. Uh, kill me. For Jurassic Park, I'll play the bad recorder Jurassic Park. You yeah, or you mean intro. somebody else? No, no, I'll it. play the video. You know, okay. That's a definitely. Yeah, uh, one I would of love. The, oh, yeah, I would love that. I would just love it. Note to self, Brandon, editing this. Yeah, I love that. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so that's what Zach does. Zach's also a horror movie aficionado. Um, give us a little background, uh, into your taste in horror, Zach. What- sure. Well, uh, I grew up, uh, being a young boy. And, Most uh, of us were. Yeah. That's awesome. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I would like rent VHSs and, you know, like I'm smart enough to know that Predator 1 is better than Predator, better than Predator 2. That's debatable. Um, mm. yeah. but, uh, you know, growing up watching like all the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movies and all the... You know, all those horror movies and uh, horror movies are the best. Getting that scary feeling is mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Getting what? that old-fashioned spooky feeling deep yeah. down inside what's your heart. Uh, what's your favorite horror movie? Do you have one yeah, or, or uh, a franchise? Uh, my favorites of that kind are probably... Predator is probably my favorite movie of all time. Wow, nice. That's a good favorite uh, movie. Alien, yeah. Aliens, mm. I fucking love. Oh, yeah. All those guys, Bill Paxton, all those guys in there. Yep. Um, It's not really a movie, but I know it. Like the original being on TV series counts. is one of my favorites. Uh, it gave me recurring nightmares for like many, many years yeah. of being. I used to have one of being locked in a grocery store, and you'd like walk down, and you, every aisle you'd go down, 
I just knew that it was in the grocery store, and right. I didn't know going aisle to aisle which one he would just be standing in there staring at me, basically. <laughs> well, what aisle are you afraid of the most? The, uh, the cereal one. The cereal aisle? Yeah. You think it's the spookiest? I think it has something got, to do with... You got Booberry. You got Count yeah. Dracula. You yeah. Count Chocula. I think it's just because cereal's so good. Frankenberry. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a. You got uh, crazy cravings from Honeycomb. Pretty scary. Yeah, crazy cravings. You knew his name. Yeah, that's his name. I had to because I, I mean, my girlfriend tried to look up porn of him, so we had to figure out his name. Did you find it? Yeah, Miwa Honeycomb. Miwa Honeycomb. Oh, that yeah, guy. That you know, no, yeah, guy. not Goldgrams. Honeycomb guy. Miwa Honeycomb. Oh, and there's D- yeah. Digum, but he's not scary. Who's Digum? That's the Smacks Frog. Oh, he's not scary. <laughs> Why yeah. is that his name? Uh, what did you just say? What was the bear's name? I don't know the bear's name. Gold I, I meant I didn't mean to say Goldgrams. I'm going to say honey, uh, Honeycomb. Oh. Honeycomb. What, what was his name? I don't know what the bear's name is. Oh, you just said it. I thought you just... No, Roll. Crazy Cravings, oh, is, crazy is, cravings. Is, is Honeycomb. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's a little furry Honeycomb guy. Are you looking up why he's called Digum? I was gonna... I'm not. <clears throat> I, I decided I'm not going to look up any say. of this. I don't I care. Say. So. Yeah, and then you have the It Clown. He's in there, the Mount, Ru- the Mount Rushmore oh, of spooky... I just found him to be terrifying. Cereal. We talked about this the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky clown. All right, so that's Zach's background in horror. What is that dang noise? I believe it's the air conditioning unit. I don't you know, think it's you know, we, you know that we used to have it's this. Not, it's th- coming from back there. This studio used to be haunted. I, you, mm. If you listen to earlier right? podcast, yeah, it's a decoy. Okay. Mic. Um, you listen to early podcast episodes, so you know that we used to have a ghost as an engineer. Sure, that's gonna pick up. I'm no dummy. Yeah, maybe we'll figure it out. You know what? Wait. Where's it coming from? Back, back there. You think it's audible? 100%. I think it's coming from that. Are you serious? It sounds like it's coming from behind that door, I think. Yeah, definitely is. But to go full circle while I was just talking movies I like, uh, I, I have a Laserdisc copy of Predator and Aliens, and I was going to bring them. Why didn't you? Uh, because I decided I wanted them for I've, myself. I've never seen sure. or touched a Laserdisc before. They're so awkwardly huge. Great yeah. to touch. One of my buddies got into oh, collecting laser discs. Oh, you showed me when you, had, when you got these. <laughs> Probably, because yes, yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's like the size of a, of a vinyl. And it's funny, because one of my buddies got into collecting them, because it's like a dying... Well, it's not even a dying breed, it's dead. But, like, we popped in, like, Return of the Jedi, and it's, like, five discs. And you watch, like, 12 minutes, and it's, like, fl- you know... It's, like, flip disc, and then you flip it, and then it's another, like, 12 minutes. It's, like, you know, <laughs> next next disc. It's the most inefficient, inefficient way to watch movies. How How big are they? It's like it's like getting a record. It's like really, except it seems bigger. It's I I think it might be a little bit bigger. Are they all double sided, wow. uh, or do they have uh, yeah. like pic- they, don't, they don't have like picture discs or anything? No, kind of I thing? don't. I I don't think that you could fit more than like twenty minutes on like one side. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So yeah, that's that seems awful. That that's is. why like I don't know how old you guys are, but like yeah. back in the day in like second grade, if it was like if you were gonna watch some nature movie, if they had like the laser disc player, it was like the special treat or something like that. Wow. I never heard of laser discs until like I watched SLC Punk. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to know yeah. about laser discs. Oh. Uh, this is our engineer, okay. our new engineer Steve Learson, who's taking the place. Uh, spectral Steve. Oh, spe- spe- yeah, this is Spectral Steve. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought you said sexual Steve. I was like, look at that. Sexual dance. Spectral Steve. Yeah, sexual Spectral Steve. The cherries on the shirt. You're not wrong. <laughs> He's a hot ticket. If the audience could see him right now, <laughs> standing above us with his cherry shirt, leaning yeah. down. Poof. What a man. A goddamn pod god. A goddamn pod god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, our engineer yeah. has told us that it sounds he's, good. He's had enough of us. So uh, if you hear a buzzing in the background. Uh, I should have given him some money. No, that, that keep the money. Okay. Just, we, give a, just right. leave, leave the money and he'll take it. You're right. And, and there it is. And it's over. The sound. Oh, okay. hey, it left us as quickly as it arrived. It's a terrible laundry I machine. thought it was a spooky dinosaur. 
I, I enjoyed working in a haunted studio, but I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, never again. You know, Why? Well, there was a lot of just kind of, we would come, we would like listen back to episodes and there would be like an old woman coughing and yeah. stuff, or it there would be like, like ectoplasm on like the, or the hard drive when Brandon would pick it up from yeah. the studio. Just it a would, lot of ghost It would render, like all the the spooky bullshit would render just a lot of the audio just like unusable. That's fair. I don't think yeah. you can get sick from ghost germs though. So that's no, that's not a word. It wasn't that. It's it was just, just more of a texture thing. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's gross. Every, everything's, yeah, everything's wet. Yeah. And there's like, I'm, I'm trying to make a good point about Maniac Cop, and then we've got like chains rattling. Right. You know, it's not, I don't know. It's just distracting. We thought like having, yeah, we have a ghost engineer, it would yeah. be edgy and stuff. It would be a cool, no, novel idea, but it, it, didn't, it wears off. The only people it affected were us. Yeah. Have you asked the people what, have you put out a poll? If they want to hear, people yeah. loved him. Oh, people were. I was gonna say I, I maybe. The, it's, oh, they didn't have fan. to deal with it. Okay. They didn't have to fucking. Yeah, deal with exactly. It. it was. We were the only ones who had to really deal with the fact that we were working yeah. with a ghost. So if you started this podcast later, if you go earlier, we had, we had a ghost who would. Yeah. Spectral Jeff, he would operate the podcast. He'd all know. He'd be on the ones and twos, you know, yeah. operating the uh, the soundboard. Yeah. And he he left. We but like we that. believed because he got he accomplished whatever his goal was and was able to go to the afterlife. We think maybe the goal was to create a groundbreaking podcast and he did that with us and left right yeah and then the yeah. light comes shining down hey. and he get yeah yeah business yeah yeah mission accomplished we, like the studio for weeks we would come in it was like slime and muck and like ectoplasm on the walls and then after that final up we came in and there was sunlight coming in the room which yeah. is weird because there's no windows and we're in a basement right yeah. but it was just a very different feel yeah well that was jesus it was probably the light right uh i Ghost. don't think jesus is a listener no i don't know uh, I don't, I don't think, think so. he's a fan. I don't think he's into of it. Podcasts. No. I'm going to be quiet for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, going, I'm going full clarity. <laughs> you can believe in Jesus. He doesn't I, have to listen to our podcast. I mean, not, we don't not, care not after listen. the things Luke has said on this podcast. I don't think Jesus would have any part in it. You know, I try to keep things clean. I try to keep things PC. I try to keep them uh, in like a moral. Uh, you know, I try to just guide the morality of the podcast towards yeah, the positive. I like place. this guy more but, and more every minute, dude. Every minute. <laughs> It's hard. It's yeah. hard having a partner who uh, doesn't care about anything. Are you talking you know about Luke? Are you talking about the guy? I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say who. Okay. You know, I'm not, I'm, not here to, I'm not here to accuse. Confines. I'm not here to accuse anyone. I'm just here to say how I feel. Okay. You know what I mean? That's fair. Look, yeah. I come into this podcast. I put these headphones on over my PBR hat, and I'm free. And I, and I, <laughs> I, can, I can speak my mind into this microphone. I can t- say anything I want about any kind of movies. Yeah. It's not. I, I I have to be careful on social media. You know, I'm. You know, I. I'm, yeah, anything goes right I'm here. I'm a public figure in a band. I have to be. I have to protect the sanctity of the band. I can't always say ignorant shit on the mic at shows like I would like to. This is where I can do. This is an outlet for my my inner bursting, un PC, creative creativity. See, I was thinking about that before I came in here. I was like, all right, I can't say anything like I can't say some like dumb shit that's gonna come back and like. Haunt the band or something. I can't no, say like this I, is the only place. I can't Zach, say you I can't say dumb shit. Like express my hatred for like retarded babies or something like that. You right? can say anything. I mean, I think know. we're all on board with that. I okay. think that's fine. Okay. I, that's something even I could get. get I mean, those. Are, yeah, yeah, those RBs. <laughs> I like. I, I won't say that. I call them RBs. Yeah, but well, out of respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't go all the way, but I'll say RBs. Yeah. You know, that's fair. I would just say keep look at what the numbers are looking on the Pink Talking Fish Facebook page tonight, yeah, and then compare after the podcast. Can you see them go, drastically going up or down? Let's, um, yeah, I mean, okay. let's, well, let's keep track right now. Let's take well, a actually, look. they don't know. They you're, don't. They you're don't not. Know you're not happening. even on Facebook, are you? No, I'm not. No. What's that like? 
Uh, it's your life's it, probably better, right? All it is is just uh, diverting all my attention to Instagram, which is just like a different platform. It's, it's just like a nervous twitch. So you don't, but you, you don't ever have to like share an event or say we are so excited to be heading out to Minutia West Envelope. Oh, Phil- dude, I hate self promoting, so it's like that's the best mm. part to be like, well, not on Facebook, can't do it. That's what I have to do after I brush my teeth in the morning. Is go and promote yeah. myself. You on brush Facebook. your teeth. I, do it too. I brush what? my teeth. I it's go. Lame. We are so excited to be coming out to Peoria. Do you think they? Uh, do you think they don't believe you? I don't care. I would say it because I have to. What 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 they believe and what they don't it doesn't doesn't concern me. You know what? Me. I want you to have that. You already gave me five bucks. All right. Bring back you guys there. are Pink Talking Fish has an impressive about seventeen thousand likes. Is that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Not 1,700, 17,000? 17,000. That's pretty good. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's impressive. The yeah. special is about 10,000. Yeah. So, um, so they're a big, bigger superior. and better band than they're you. They're a bigger Oh, it's apples and, and oranges, band. I would say. You know? I mean, it's very I, kind of you to call my band oranges. If I had a ponytail for a long time, it might be 25,000. You know? I don't know. That's a good point. And then if I cut it off, 30,000. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well. So it's about ponytails in, in that kind of circuit. Do you think in the, you cover, got, in the multi-band cover well, band? It circuit? might be. I mean, do you think you guys have gotten more popular since Rory chopped off the knob, or no? You think you think people aren't big fans of it, or what? Um, I think that he chopped off his ponytail for him, not for anybody else, as, yeah. he'll, as he'll willingly admit. Um, I don't think it, you know. I think that his his glorious lion's mane was helpful for the look of the band. And, yeah, but I, I support his decision to do it. Um, I think he has every right to cut his hair. He um, sure does. Having long hair is really annoying, and I am ready to cut off mine. I'll tell you boys right now. Maybe yeah. we'll do it on the podcast. I don't live. know, but yeah, it could be cool. Live. I like having long hair. I mean, I don't. It is annoying, but I'm also balding, so I need enough. Well, you've got hair. a cool. You've got a cool like fade to to, to back. This guy's know. got everything I, going I, I on. Got, I, I need love enough it. hair. It's, just, it's the look to dude. cover the baldness, and also yeah, it gives me unique. This is what contributes al- to your al- look. Alternative look that gets me so exactly. far. Exactly. Exactly. If I cut my hair. Look, with my long hair and and my you know beard and my black shirt, I walk into the gas station and they go, "Oh, this is a musician. He probably doesn't have a lot of money. Better watch him." But yeah, better watch him in the store. Better keep an eye on him. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, you know the it, the long hair distinguishes you as a, a figure of mm-hmm. an entertainment figure. It does, but I it's think. annoying and, and takes a lot of maintenance. A lot of people do think I'm in a band. Is that right? Yeah, but also it also separate me in comedy as far as being like. Honestly, most like white dudes in like local comedy scene like look exactly the same. Sure. So like it right. it, it really uh, does help. Most comedians are it, just like skinny, gawky, awkward guys. Yeah, with, like, yeah. Short it's hair. like a skinny. You're talking about Vin. You're talking yeah, about Vin. They're, like, they're, they're, skinny they're mostly white all dudes like Vin Puglis. Yeah. With just like yeah, with just <laughs> short brown hair, like regular hair. And that's guy. what they're all jealous. Maybe of. Like, this guy's got this sometimes guy's got zest. sometimes glasses. Not usually sometimes. even facial hair. Even. Yeah. Like in I don't know. But you've got a look that, that sets you apart from the pack. I feel like you I'm, should be in a band. I'm alt, bro. Yeah. I'm fucking alternative. Hey, sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. I'm not going to play by the rules, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm not your average fucking comedian, okay? You dude? finish your chicken before you watch those yeah. movies. <laughs> they fucking will. All right. Hey, how much time have we done? I don't know. Should we move on? Should we move to a movie? I'm having fun, but I don't know. Um, yeah, let's get into it, guys. You know, we the three of us got together. Um, Zach, in addition to being a horror fan and a... Uh, super fan. A, and a drummer, is also a super fan of the podcast. Um, he's a, a loyal deadhead. Mega fan. Um, when he got word that uh, Dead Last Podcast was going out to see the Meg uh, last Friday, Thursday night, um, he practically begged me to join. I was going to say, I lashed on. I basically lashed on. 
I, I tried to steer clear. Oh, you know, I'm not sure. I, I think yeah. I'm sick. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, you were cool about it. You were cool about it. You, yeah, you should come down. I was like, I like hit him up on Instagram. He's like, he didn't respond. I, I was like, hit him on text. You're like, <laughs> oh, dude, what's happening? I was like, you going to see the bank tonight? Right. And you're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wanted to let you down easy. It's hard to go out with super fans, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We were trying to walk in the theater and like turn our heads away, yeah. but he saw us. He's like, Luke, Brandon, over here. <laughs> he was at the bar. He, he was drinking a, a vodka soda. Yeah. By myself. Yeah. By himself. And then I was like, oh, yeah, take a picture of us. Somebody take a picture of the three of us. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, God. It was he be- he begged the, the worker, the, like, the door on, girl, to man. take a picture. Dude, come you want to get the goods in life? You got to have no shame sometimes. You know what I mean? I agree. And I think it was the right move because we met up together. We saw the podcast or we saw the movie. We met up afterwards went to the bar at a beer said uh why don't you be on the episode and and we're gonna pair it with uh with jw and um and, and here we are what do you know yeah so we we walked into the movie uh opening night and there was uh what would you say seven people in there yeah there weren't a lot us included lot. so are we gonna do this are we gonna do meg first yeah i'm just doing i'm providing context okay hey that's fine we don't even have to get them i'm just providing as we walk in okay okay now that's it. it now i just set up the context so now we can do we it. We walked in. <laughs> and you want to find out more? <laughs> Stick around. Because here it is. We're about to talk about the Meg. The Meg. One, two, three. The, the Meg. Meg. It's not. Me- it's the Meg. Yeah. I like to. I don't like to do the thes in movies. Do you have to do that again? I just do. Right, I'll do the the this time. Ready? One, two, two three. three the Meg. Meg. I just said Meg that time. So I tried to redo it. To All right. We'll edit. Yours. We'll edit this. We'll, we'll edit, edit this it out. We'll edit this out. Okay. So the Meg, twenty eighteen, PG thirteen. Synopsis via IMDb is, after escaping an attack by what he claims was a 70-foot shark, Jonas Taylor must confront his fears to save those trapped in a sunken submersible. This is directed by John Turtle Thumbs. Or it's John Turtle Top, <laughs> but that's what I like to call uh, him. Poor guy, huh? His old, his old <laughs> Turtle Thumbs. <laughs> they definitely call him that. That poor guy. People his whole life be like, yeah. Turtle Thumbs, you're never going to yeah. make it. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know? You'll never direct a giant shark movie, yeah. Turtle I'll Thumbs. You. I'll Tur- show you. And so, I don't want you to say it because it's been oh, PG-13. Man. Turtle Thumb bitch. And there's like to put his head into a locker. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's up, Turtle Thumbs? Like throw turtle shells at him. He's yeah. probably the coolest guy we've never met. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So our cast here, um, we got the Stath. Jason Statham stars as Jonas Taylor. Uh, Bing Bing Lee. Stars as uh, Suyin, Rain Wilson, aka Dwight Schrute, as Morris, Cliff Curtis as Mac, and Winston Chow as uh, Zhang. He's probably yeah. Uh, and Ruby Rose and her hair, 
and her just whatever attitude stars as Jax. And then um, Shuya Sophia Kai steals the show as little Mei Ying. Yeah, and the guy from he- from Heroes, too. The guy who played Hero. Which guy is that? The guy who dies in the beginning. Spoiler okay, well, alert. that's a spoiler there. Uh, Robert Taylor, Heller, the doctor. <laughs> no. Oh, the very... Oh, the, 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 the other... Guy, the uh, Toshi. Japanese, Japanese Toshi. guy, Toshi. Masai Oka plays... Yeah. Uh, or Masi Oka, sorry. He's great in Heroes. Toshi. The guy who writes the letter. He's good in this. He's not around for a while, but he's good. Yeah, and James yes. in the pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. <laughs> there is a kid, Wei Yi, and he is billed as awesome kid on the beach. Oh, cool. <laughs> to be is fair, he, oh yeah, is he, he was awesome, awesome immediately. Yeah. He was he an awesome. awesome kid with yeah. uh, with, the, the, pop with the little pops. Yeah. yeah, he, he was, was awesome. Yeah, and he had it for like that's an good agree. billing an by IMDb, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good billing. Oh, wow. Definitely awesome kid. Yeah, Turtle um, Thumbs knows so, how to do it. Yeah, we fucking so we did it, Luke. We did yeah. it. We saw. We did it. The movie. Cheers. This movie has been in. We saw the Meg. Can I be part of this? Yeah, you can share this to me. That's fine. How long have you guys been talking about this movie? We talked about this in the first podcast we ever did. And uh, this movie's been in production hell for about fucking 30 years. Yeah. Like, it's been. Mm-hmm. Tossed around and like uh, I heard one of the only the bi- one of the biggest reasons it finally came through was uh, ha- it was half funded by like Chinese producers. Ah, okay. So they finally got it to get made, which makes sense because it's a great movie for China. Yeah, and it's gonna be huge there. Right, they'll have it's one hundred percent. And the like, Chinese kind of their equivalent of Hollywood is is rapidly growing right now. Yeah, as well. yeah. It's and, like second and, to America. And also, so many they love a lot of American movies, and, mm-hmm. and especially if you do a movie in a different place people go crazy for it that's why the fast and furious movies are so good internationally the transformers movies because they're very international movies are traveling all over the world sure people if they're like oh you're you're there in a big hollywood movie they go crazy for it yeah and this movie has a lot it takes place in thailand and off some of the other beaches in the pacific ocean and and that's what it's like in the book too right yes yes okay so it makes it makes sense and so to my um chagrin i had thought that brandon had read this book no. Ever since the no. first episode, um, the original book was titled Meg, a novel of deep sea terror. Came out in 1997, I think. It was written mm. in 95, came out in 96 or 97. And when we first talked about it, the movie was always supposed to be called Meg, which I thought was great. And we joked about that on the first ever episode. They had to change it to the Meg to make for um, I don't know whatever. Well, well everything Hollywood. the the is it has that to be much the. better, obviously. Yeah, but you would think it'd be about like. They think it's going to be some gal. like yeah yeah like yeah some my roommate right like yeah. Brandon's roommate Meg. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I, uh, I read the book. I, uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to read this damn thing before the, the movie comes out. Um, <coughs> this was, I, I had two weeks before opening night and I finished it in 13 days. I was very proud of myself. Um, I ordered it from my local bookstore and I got like a special edition, which was called the Meg and it had like the movie poster on the cover. And I was like, okay, that's a bummer. I wanted to just read the original. What is it? I didn't want this to be some like adapted from the screenplay ship. And it wasn't. Apparently what it is is author Steve Alton calls it a new and improved edition where he basically went in and he was adding an origin story to the end of the book. It's called Meg Origins. So it's like an addendum. He didn't edit like the book itself. No, he did. An addendum. Oh, so he, he did. did. Okay. So he went back and when he attached this um, prequel kind of this origin story to that the, the back of the book, he said the writing style just didn't line up. He's a way more seasoned writer. He's just a way better author than he yeah, was 30 been 20 years ago. Years, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he... Um, so or twenty years, right? So he um Yeah, I messed up. I said thirty years is twenty years. And then I said thirty, so I yeah. sound like a fucking math. Well, idiot. I poisoned your mind with it. Right. So um so he apparently just kinda improved some of the scenes. He, with some better writing, stronger writing, said he made some of the scares more suspenseful, changed the editing. So I didn't really notice a, you know, a difference, obviously, because I didn't read the original, but I thought it was a well written and really, really enjoyable fast read of a book. I loved it. 
Um, I'm reading Origins now. I'm almost done. I've ordered the sequel, The Trench. Just came in the mail. I'm going to be reading that afterwards. Nice. So anybody out there, whether you've seen the Meg or you're a fan or not, um, I totally recommend the book. It's it's like kind of Michael Crichton territory. It's very it's a page turner. It's action packed. It's funny. It's fun. And I don't want to be harking the whole time on this review about how the book is better than the movie. And it's not just that the book is way better than the movie. The book is just way more fun than the movie. The yeah. book has way more fun. It's so campier? totally you see the out. book is campier. Book than is the film? way campier than really. The film. I mean, in t- in parts, in parts. I mean. It's tough to say. The, the book is much more concerned with like pseudoscience and why the Megalodon exists. And there's a lot more just terms about like deep sea submersibles. It's all kind of bullshit, but it's rooted in science. Yeah. And it makes it just kind of... The wonder of the 90s, like the, the, yeah. the bridge of the millennium, like the cost of the millennium. Right. Rather, well, when, you it know, ca- when it came out, like, was, you know, right when kind of like this deep sea submersible technology was first coming to the forefront this is like right when james cameron making the abyss exactly uh, and and titanic and right when they had found Mm -hmm. titanic and so this was like you know like fresh technology when it came out which is kind of a cool way to look at it and even now he's been writing these books continually the the latest book in the series meg generations just came out to coincide with the new movie he's written about six of these books and you can tell he he becomes a better writer the the writing becomes more kind of like technologically up to the times as this technology is advanced but there's just so many set pieces in it. There's so much action. It's obviously a book, so it's more story-driven. It's more character-driven. I think what they did with the movie totally worked for a movie, and they made it like this small-scale plot. A bunch of people got to go kill a big fish. But the kind of wonder and mystique and fun and and playfulness of the book is, isn't there so much. So it's a lot bigger in the the book, the, the, the story is a little, is way bigger. The story's bigger. The, the Meg gets yeah. way more done. The Meg becomes like a global phenomenon. It's like chomping off surfers and giant waves. It's doing all. It, it's wrecking ships. It, it's a bloodbath of a book. Yeah. And um and the movie is is very small scale compared to it. Okay. Um and I think it works. I thought it worked for the movie, but I gotta say like my overall feeling is that this could have been a huge huge hit and it wasn't because they decided. To play it safe and go PG thirteen. Oh, could you and, imagine if it was like two and a half hours or three hours, and like graded R or something like that? It, then it, they, they, could they could have had a sleeper hit on their hands. And I just, I, I it, it's such a bummer to me when when opportunities like this are missed. I think it was clearly a studio decision. Eli Roth was originally attached to direct this movie. I'm glad he didn't. I wish he did, man. He why do you say that? Yeah, why do why do you say that? Because he's been a failure for a long time now. When's the last time he did anything worthwhile? Um. I don't know. Hostel was I can't barely. even remember what the really put him on the of, map. I'm trying to think of things like, that he's been like in. Like Cabin actually, Fever was great. The last big yeah. thing he put forward was like yeah. Green Inferno. Yeah, Green Inferno and, wasn't that great. Uh Knock Knock. What, knock Knock was okay. I thought I heard Green Inferno. I had never seen Green Inferno. Green I thought Inferno I heard was that was garbage. It wasn't great. It's garbage. Really? garbage. I won't see it. Well, the, the thing with Eli Roth is too, he wanted to like star in the movie as of well. Of course he does. Add, yeah, and Eli Roth is just kind of a cock. Like you can just kind of tell that he's a dick, which just makes him less likable. No, I'm a fan that, of some of his movies, so I don't hate then. him. But now yeah. I see what you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying. I, so I, I actually think that the Jonah, the Stath, the, the Stath, and it was cool. I like Jason Statham. You know, he, to me, he's Turkish from Snatch. It, yeah. it, 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 he's a completely different character than what the book make it is. You know, in the book, he's like, he's like a paleo, fucking some long ass word. You know, he he has like multiple degrees in yeah, studying and this like is just dinosaurs. A, a deep sea, anchor, super yeah. deep sea yeah. rescue guy. Yeah, but he's great. I, I I like how they do the corny uh, 
like he's drinking in Thailand because of like his demons. Right. You know, classic. It's very, That's probably very been much like a hundred movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a trope. It's like I don't, yeah. I don't do this anymore. There's see, no way you can get me back. Yeah. See, like, you son of a bitch. You found out to get me back. Yeah. Like yeah. one thing. And they find yeah. him, and he's got the yeah. hat covering his face. He's sitting yeah. there drinking a beer, and they know him there, and they're dishing out beers to him. Yeah. And he's right. like, I'm happy here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm happy. I finally yeah. found a place for me. Yeah. yeah. And some government people come on uh, brood him, but. He, right. I, I love. I thought this movie was just perfectly campy enough. But uh, but what I, I do still want to talk about what you were just talking about before with uh, the violence in this movie. So yeah. I I really do think that would have done it such a justice. Although the movie is doing very well, it is right? as of now the number one movie in the world. Yeah. It's killing. It's killing. It's making a lot of money. Yep. Uh, but I don't know if I would have necessarily thought about it. Maybe I would have. But before I watched it. John Turtletaub and Jason Statham both have expressed their extreme regret about how much more bloody and fucked up this movie was going to be and what they wanted it to be and how much they shot for it to be just, like, really fucked up (laughs) and really brutal. It is pretty impressive, though, what I think they did with having it be PG-13. Like, when I saw that, I was like, Mm. my first thought was like, oh, so this is going to suck. Because, like, you want to see shit like that. That's true. But, like, I I walked away being like, oh, that thing was so fucking big. That it's not gonna like nibble on fingers and like it just fucking eats people whole. <laughs> right. So there's yeah. like th- that's how I think that's, they got around that a little bit. That's right. fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. But for them to have uh, set up everything like that and to just have that there, it makes me because also a lot of because of that, even though they, he is swallowing people whole, it does make the kill seem a little flat. I agree. Yeah. Because they're just there and they're gone. Right. Like it's oh, very. It seems so. I'm kinda, right with you. I definitely want Im- that shit. Kind of impersonal. Like yeah. they're just right. Yeah. Gone. Exactly. There's not. There's not so much yeah. of that like carnage that yeah. would take a regular size yeah. fish to, to like kill jaws, a person. Like jaws. Like right. shaking someone say, around. The very first thing you see is like the dude's leg yeah. like fall to the bottom, like in jaws. Not to go back to jaws. Like yeah. we probably course, shouldn't yeah. do that a billion times. But like you see the shark and you see like the leg, like the bloody leg, leg like knee to knee to the foot just fall to the ocean floor. Yeah, and you're just like you know, you're like, oh shit, yeah, like it, that gets you right it away. Sends a you know? message right. It does, take, right. it does take a certain type of fright out of it. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. No, you were the one saying that you're afraid, super afraid of being swallowed whole. Is no, it you? No, but I am. Someone I mean, else was uh, telling I'm me. Yeah, somebody afraid. else. That you I was talking about the talking mag, and they're today. like, "Oh, I can't do that." Like, yeah. that's their biggest fear. But the thing How is, how do you have a fear of that? What's going to swallow you whole? <laughs> I don't know. That's a very irrational fear. I feel like stuff. I don't know. That's like a. That's like worse than my it yeah. grocery store shit. Yeah, that's a weird thing. It's like a wound. But whatever, I'm not going to make fun of people's fears. Well, you can. Sock puppets um, or whatever. But so the, the the thing is though, with the book, they they do actually make it bloody and scary. And there's a lot of like, so the, one of the main differences, I swear I'm going to try and not be a, that annoying guy this whole podcast. Be like, well, in your book. Dude, the book's always going to be better. We the, have to admit that. It's I, always, you set yourself it's up like by that. reading the book. Now you I, have to I, do I it. totally did that. And yeah. uh, one of the things when I, before I read the book, I was like, I was really excited for the movie. And I knew that there was going to be a chance that I reading the book is going to spoil the movie for me. And it totally did. If I didn't read the book, I would have been, I would have loved the movie rather than just liked it. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like the flaws that I have with it would have still been there, but I would have enjoyed it more not feeling like it was such a cool opportunity that they missed. But one of the most, the coolest things about the book is that the, like the, within the pseudoscience, it's that these, you know, this giant megalodon shark, and there's more than one there. They exist at the bottom of the Mariana trench under what they call this, like, um, 
a thermonuclear th- uh, plume. It's like yeah, hydrogen like, like uh, layer that right. makes it seem like you're at the bottom, but you're not. Where you it was like it was it. like negative thirty. It was like some ridiculous temperature. Yeah, that, like, like you a, could a not go through. Veil of cold gas. Well, right. that's the thing. So you go that like there's the surface warmth in the water, and then you go down. It gets dark. It gets sub freezing. But then there's this tropical environment that's created by this thermal plume, and it's like a wall of soot. But it creates tropical environments that theoretically could support life, and that's the whole thing that you know triggers the the book. But so this creature, these megalodons have been living down there and they've been evolving over, you know, millions of years. And the megalodon in the book is albino. It's completely white and it's blind because it's lived in darkness. That's like the, oh. that's like the descent. Like, 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 like it's similar to the descent. Yeah, creatures. like all uh, under like creatures that down exactly. there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That right. makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's and cool. it makes sense and it's cool and it creates like a different kind of idea for the monster. And um and so in the beginning of the book, the monster when it finally breaks through the plume and gets up in the surface waters, it only hunts at night because the light is too sensitive to its eye. So they're going out and they're hunting it on helicopters and it's got almost like a bioluminescent glow. So when they see it, it's like a white glowing fish underwater. Oh, that's cool. And it's just cool. It just yeah. kind of creates a, a more interesting, almost creepier, I think, um, monster. And the whole thing with this monster that, is... Yeah, that aesthetic seems like... It's very interesting. It's very cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. But so the other thing is since it's blind, it's it, it with its eyes... It has all these other sensory organs. It's got these things called like ampullae of Lorenzetti. That's like these like electrical things under its eyes where it can feel any electrical impulse in the water up to like hundreds of miles. So in the book, if you're in the water, you're fucked. And you jump in the water, you're fucked. The only thing that can protect you is another louder vibration. This shark can feel everything. And it just makes a really cool point of illustrating that this was an apex predator because it was literally unstoppable in its realm, which was the water. And the main difference is with the movie is the there's nothing special about this other than it's bigger. Yeah, it's just, just it's just a shark. shark. It looks just like a shark. And there's a lot of shit in the movie where they're really close to it and they're sneaking around the shark or they're flashing lights. So it's it uh, flapping around, flapping yeah. around, and it's just kind of like yeah, okay, that works for a monster movie or a shark movie. But it's just totally different than the book, and it, that to me was just less cool. Oh, there was one they seen they like just hopped in the they're like. They like found these little rafts with like motors, and they just mm-hmm. like took off, going like 15 miles an hour. And they're, and and they're, like, they're well, like, like, I was like, wait a minute, and they're wait like a joking around about it. They're like, let's throw this guy in. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That bothered me too. And, like, yeah, like the right away. Yeah. And they just talked about like, well, it's super sensitive to like any vibration. Like they talked about that a little a bit. A little in the bit. Movie, yeah, you're right. But like not like what you're saying. And, yeah. then, and then they got capsized, and they had those little rafts, and they just, like, hopped in and, like, drove away. Right, and, and it was like, kind of... I was of, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. D- the whole movie, though, you feel, like, so unthreatened. Like, none of... Like, a very small amount of the core characters actually die, so when they're just kind of leisurely cruising away in their rafts, like, joking around, it, it really eliminates any sense of threat. And, yeah. like, in the book, it's, like, as soon as somebody goes in, you're, like, oh, fuck. And then, yeah. they, like, they'll do different things to distract the monster. Like, the helicopter, a helicopter will come close to the surface because the vibrational waves, like, make the shark go towards that. Or they'll set off motors and shit oh, like, like that. Oh, ta- like, tactically they did that. Exactly. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Which is just cool ways of thinking. It, it just created a monster. And it was an interesting monster. And this was just kind of like, eh, it's just a big fish. But that being said, I think it did look cool. And the sh- there's a lot of like surface level shots when they're right on the water. And when you see that big fin, yeah. it does look really good. It's fucking huge. It looks yeah. huge. And, yep. and it's like visually, it's like, yeah, that's, that, that is, it's one of the coolest looking sharks like ever in a movie. Even though there was no practical effects at all, I don't think. Yeah. For the shark, yeah, it still looks better CGI wise than like the there's sharks a, in the shallows, yeah, or forty-seven meters down. Long gap of terrible movies where it's like, okay, this actually right. isn't the worst. 
or you know yeah it's I, half I think that this is this is the best shark movie we've seen in recent years i think it's better yeah. than the shallows it's better than uh open water three or two i don't know if i'd say i i don't think it's better than open water the original and i and deep blue sea can't be touched to me so yeah. it, it i wanted it to real? break the deep blue, deep blue oh yeah that's yeah that's one of my favorites of all deep time. Blue sea rules just yeah. curious yeah deep blue sea i think it pretty much is canonized generally as number two okay to Jaws. You think like, so? Yeah. Yeah. What other shark movie is there that anyone respects? Open Water, as much? I think, is more critically. I don't, I don't think I, I, as many people have seen that movie. Yeah, probably not. You know? It's kind of like yeah. an underground appreciation kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, a little bit. bit. That's kind of a raw movie. That's not like a fun movie you watch with your friends, really. That's so, a lot. There, I think the, there ranking, other ones. the rankings right now remain Jaws, Deep Blue Sea, Open Water, I think. And I, a part of me really wanted to see the Meg break into number three, and it just played it too safe to do that. Yeah, are you jumping the gun on the ratings here? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just right getting, in, huh? no, no. I'm just like that's just that's just my opinion. You know, it's like I, I, this is a fun movie. I don't want to say that I didn't like it, but after seeing it a second time, I was just going to say, did you? How did you feel after the first time? How did you feel after the second time? Well, so after the first time, we all saw it together. Yep. You know, we had a little bit to drink, mm-hmm. the bar before the podcast before in the theater. Might have had a couple beers. Mm-hmm. There was nobody in there. We were sitting in the back. <laughs> <laughs> had my own backpack full of podcast beers. Yeah, a couple, yeah. of, a couple of AMC mojitos. On top of, mo- mojitos. On top of mojito, that yeah, couple yeah, of the old AMC mojitos. Yeah. It felt right. But we walked out of there, and I was like, man, that was fun. And it was a fun It was a fun experience. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I did enjoy that. But a part of me was like, yeah, I, I do want to see it again. So I went yesterday to go see it at uh, my favorite theater in Boston, or technically Reading, and the Jordan's Furniture IMAX, 15-story high, $12 a ticket. It's Not bad for IMAX. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's 15 stories high. Jesus. You and Jen go? Jen, Jen, Jen and I went, yep. And we, like, you don't you don't um, reserve seats there, but it's never full. So we went in, and um, it, th- that screen, I was like, yeah, this is fucking cool. But it was another reason. I was like, God damn it. It sucks. This is PG-13. It was mostly kids. We sat in front of um, oh. a row of eight Indian kids. They were I, they were just a massive family of, like, seven. Maybe they were brothers or cousins. Maybe they were just friends. Maybe it was, I don't know. And, but... They were very loud and very just, you know, they're just kids. They're just fucking yeah, talking, yeah. you know. Oh, that would piss me off, though. And, oh, so we moved. So we were like, ah, oh, fuck this. So we got up. We, we, like, sat through a little bit of it. And it was, it was like, they're kids, whatever. Like, but it yeah, was yeah. The, the stupid parent with them was just sitting there. And so I, like, looked at the parent, like, once, like, really, dude, you know, can you fucking do something here? And he's like, be quiet. To, like, the kid next to him. The kid's like, shut up. And <laughs> just I was getting like, all right, let's get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. So, so we moved to the very back row. Sat back there, and it, it didn't have butt kickers in the seats. Like in, in the Jordan's Furniture IMAX, they have um, subwoofers in the seats, and the, they were broken in the back row. So we, so we ended up sitting just right in front of the, the 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 row of screaming Indian children. And yeah, I launched a couple spitballs their way. Nice. Is that hey, real? Did you do that? I did. Good job. Oh, I can still I can launch a mean. So I got one of them right you in the back. You still got there. it. The He's pa- like, hey. The parent dude probably didn't give a fuck. He's like, you want I me to feel bad for you? I should have just got the parent. I I think he was like an older brother, but he was the real POS. I mean, these are just kids seeing a movie. Police they, you know? kids. You got police. You're in public. Kids. If I was out with a kid and they were, t- I'd say, shut the hell up. He probably hates it. Yeah. I don't uh, think he cared. He seemed like a bit out of it. He didn't care. He's on drugs. He was probably just on drugs. Fucked up and taking care but, of kids. So you know? let's go through this a little bit. So let's talk about the setting a lot here. So the uh, we got classic underwater uh, territory here, underwater habitat kind yeah. of thing. I thought it was cool. It was like that looked really rig. cool in the beginning. Yeah, like uh, yeah, just basically a bunch of glass tubes, like very gl- very Jaws, very 3. Jaws three. The park, absolutely. Yeah, yeah very a lot Jaws of Jaws three nods actually. Oh god, Jaws three is yeah. the worst. 
And even apparently uh, not. The Meg yeah. was like, "Yoink! I'll take that." Yeah. <laughs> well, that, what does that tell you? That that's the Jaws movie that they yeah. borrow from. Yeah, they, they uh, and they they break it too, like a, just like Jaws, I guess, with the uh, the axe kind of like you really don't see the Meg until the beginning of the second act. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. They do take their time showing the monster, and that's classic Jaws formula. Cool. And I love that the technology of the whole thing. I thought was really yes. cool. The, the, the su- submarines, the, the subtext cool. were. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they look. They looked very cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. And and the colors of the movie. It was a very vibrant movie. They use colors well. Um, The only color there should have been more of was red for the blood that a megalodon. Yeah, for blood. Almost no blood. No blood. But color wise is cool. And every time, like in the shots of the underwater aquarium that they're building, all looked cool. And uh, Mei Ying, the little girl with her light up shoes, very cool too. She's great. Mei Ying's great. She was great. Yeah. She was very very lovable. Here we go. Ryan Wilson playing a tech bro. Yeah, and he's, was, and he's uh, good. He, he's funny. He's great. He, yeah, he, he totally works as the part. Comic release, yeah. relief. He's kind of like, he's he's kind of like the the audience a little bit sometimes. You, yes. Jason Statham, I got to tell you, he is just a classic manly man. He can't stop getting into the water with these giant sharks. Yeah. <laughs> so with true. no protection. Just just so just, just jumping in with just in a wetsuit. No fear. With a giant yeah. shark. Not even yeah. thinking not twice like, about it. I've got to go back in. <laughs> like like he doesn't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. He it's is so a superhero. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But like he'll just jump in and Ryan Wilson will be like, "Hell yeah." yeah. Like that's, that's like, the best part. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Like, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they have fun with with the Stafe and and that's like the movie Saving Grace, honestly. Jay Statham is great. He is. I didn't want to yeah. like him, but I ended up liking him. Are you Are you a Snatch fan? I am, but like that's it. Like besides that, like because he's I, only ever been Turkish. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been I, a different character. He's great in like fun, in, and uh, it works in Fast and Furious. He's awesome. Oh, okay, I haven't seen him. He's absolutely much. fantastic. I I think when a movie is like this, to be kind of winky, to just do, just do that. Go whole hog. With right. an action star, just Dude, be, the like, dude was all be like, hot. yeah, I am. I'm gonna punch this shark, shark in the face. Yeah. Spoiler alert: he kills it with his hands. <laughs> you know, like a fucking boss, yeah. like a fucking boss. Yeah. He grabs a he. Well, I'm, we're just gonna spoil the ending right now, okay? It's he's, all coming back to me right now. Stabs it with a combat knife just to get a hold of it, so he can grab a eyeball, piece right? of scrap metal. No, well, he grabs. He stabs it just with a combat knife, then grabs a piece of scrap metal, shoves it in his eye. Then, well, he's uh, in the sub sh- first. Sh- he he, cut, right. he cuts its first. belly with the knife. Yeah, he does cut it a he little bit. He plays chicken and then yeah. goes right below it. Yeah, then he gets out and he takes out his knife and stabs it, then grabs that piece of scrap metal, shoves it into its eye, yeah. then kicks the scrap metal deep into its eye, and it fucking dies. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. assuming, that, so you just assume that, like, well, it, it's a brain shot, right? Well, that's but, that's, like whole but that's not the, the final kill move, though. Well, the final kill move is, like, it starts to die, then tons of... Like a hundred sharks. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's come right. and eat them. Because for some reason, this entire movie, whenever anything else is happening before the shark comes, there's like a hundred sharks of every single type of shark. <laughs> but they're just are... around. There are ten yeah. feet from anyone at all yeah. times. Are hundreds of sharks. Also, they're not scary like, when the, when you got the Meg in the water. Like yeah, you're, not, no, you're, no, you're not, not even scary. fucking phased yeah, by the other sharks. Bi- what some bitch ass great white? Yeah. There is a, <laughs> yeah. who there is a, a funny line yeah. um, when uh, the when Soyin is in the the, the cylinder and and. She She's, they're like everything okay down there. She's surat- She's like, oh, just a bunch of tiny eight foot sharks. You know, yeah, so yeah. They, you know, they have fun with it. But like, that's the thing. Like, they they do have fun with the cheesiness and with Statham, and that was like a fuck yeah moment at the end, which the movie needed. But 
it just felt like it, it that all of those moments would have been better and felt more like it just felt inconsequential because there hadn't been any like deaths or anything. It's true. So you just didn't really like even the fucking dog of, survived. Yeah, there it's isn't just, there isn't a lot of deaths. Dude, you knew Pippin which was going to stick around. Better. I wanted Pippin to get mauled, especially I was because actually, go ahead. because I feel like you like a lot of the characters. I liked a lot of the characters. Yeah, yeah, I, the characters I, were likable. That's I, true. I felt like they weren't. All totally fleshed out, but I still got a feeling for a lot of them, yeah, and true. I liked them, which is, I guess, a really important thing to make it really affect you when they die. Like, I didn't like that the fat guy with the ponytail dying. I didn't want him to die. Like, right. Tech Bro is okay because he's kind of a douche and a yeah. liar. Right. But, we, you yeah. know, it, okay, it, so, so, it so, gone so don't kill the main more. characters. That's fine. My issue is that there was about 10 different setup shots. So I'm saying they of- should have killed the main characters. Well, I, see, because I, I did like them. That would affect. That would have been, that been an right. effective death. I, I didn't mind that they, they they survived because they were likable. But what I would have liked to just see more random deaths because they set up all these shots of the giant Meg underneath this this giant Dude, beach scene. The you beach, think it's going to be a thousands spring, of people in the thousands water. Thousands of people. They're setting it up like it's going to be end of the Piranha 3D. And it's you didn't see be a any blood, blood factor, and Basically, there was nothing. The shark kind of yeah. pulls a couple rafts and then turns away, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's gone." And that just that that was just kind of obnoxious. That was like a, a deliberate not payoff moment. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna have him eat a couple yeah, of these. Yeah, it people. should be hungry, hungry hippoing its way along this beach. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 right, I'm, sure. I'm Pac-Manning. Yeah, exactly, just Pac-Man. Yeah, just Pac-Man blood yeah. everywhere. They blood, made body this, parts just flying. If just they chomp, made this chomp, chomp, chomp. and they just fucking yeah. annihilated everybody, this could have been like <laughs> it could have been the next fucking awesome Imagine. shark movie. That would have been, and that could they they could have had some iconic shit there, and it just wasn't. Oh my god! Imagine if it really did that. If it really went through that giant crowd, and just, <laughs> probably and just blood and body up. parts just going. I just would have stood up and clapped in the theater because it would have been, been so amazing. incredible. Probably. Yeah, see, like amazing. there was none of that shit in the book. There was no giant, um, uh, like that populated beaches. It was because they. The, it was a research team that was going after. They were trying to capture the meg. They were trying to drug it and bring it into this man-made lagoon thing where they make a sanctuary for whales. So that was almost more interesting, too, because it's like there was military people that were trying to kill it, but there's the research team that's trying to save it. They're like, we just found this fucking m- massive discovery. Like, let's study it. Let's yeah. let's breed it. Let's do it. And that, that's more of an interesting premise to me anyway than just staying like, right, let's fucking kill it. But <laughs> yeah, instead, yeah. there was no populated <laughs> beach shit, but there was so much more carnage and so many more cool isolated like scenes of it just like in the waters lurking. There's a whole chapter in the book that's about a surfing competition that happens in Hawaii that the Meg comes up against, and it's, like, in giant waves, and it comes and it eats people, like, in the waves. And that scene wasn't in the movie, but luckily we got that scene in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I was just going to say, oh, a, t- a, tiny, bit, a tiny bit. At the very end of the movie. Are we jumping ahead here? Or are we? No, no, no that's, okay. that's just something that, 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 that made me laugh. But, but like, that, <laughs> that shark wave thing is, like, hack now. Like yeah. they do that yeah. for everything. They did it for the shallows because it was like a, in a photo. It was a Photoshop yeah. from a while ago, or it was like a real picture uh, of, of a the shark, shark in the wave. In yeah. a wave. So now they've done that in like a hundred movies and posters. Yeah, and but it, it was really iconic in Me- yeah. in um in like the second edition of Meg that came out. That was the cover of the book, and that that scene in Hawaii is like an iconic scene in the book. Yeah. And it's like, you, you could just make it in the movie. Why did you waste so much time on a beach scene that where there's no carnage? Like, you. If you were that committed to be, there being no violence in the movie, then just fucking have the shark pop up and eat a surfer. You don't need it to be bloody. Don't yeah. have it just swim under a beach of people and then turn around. That's just 
Ugh, under the most so amount of splashes and movements, basically, like yeah, that was lame. He was getting gulped. I could have gone with Ruby Rose dying. Me too. I, I can't stand. So what is the point so of her Ruby in that Rose? Sequels, sequels man. She's, she's an just okay there actress, for that but, for the hair. But she in all of her movies and like John Wick and all these things, she looks like like a, a mannequin in like yeah, a storefront. She always just has. She's supposed to look like some breathy model all the time. She's right. like an she's an engineer, and she's got like so much LA looks in her fucking hair. She's right. like a and, like, living makeup. Japanimation character. Kind yeah, of. it's a little weird. Bit. weird. I get that weird uncanny valley feeling from whenever I see her with all this makeup and fucking hair product in. Yeah, and like you're supposed to be this. They always posit her as just like this very tough woman, and like I don't like that when you. You get all that shit all over you, and it's uh, it's, it's weird. It's like when you, you even said to me in yeah. that movie, you're like, did she she really did her hair again? Yeah, because she's got that stupid like hair thing, and then she just does. She, she looks, gets in the water a couple times, which gets her hair wet, but then every time it gets back, her hair's back to the way it was. She should be smoking like a long ass cigarette, yeah. in France or something. It was just time. every shot of her. It's like she's got like different kind of designer sunglasses and a cigarette, and she's yeah. just kind of there to look cool. She doesn't really yeah. add anything. Yeah, it's like trying a little too hard. Yeah, I agree that that and that cool character was completely invented. There wasn't that shit wasn't even in the movie. A lot of, they they reuse some of the names. Like the character of Soyin, she's Terry Tanaka in the book and she's like the love interest of Jonas Taylor. She was cool. She was good. Yeah, I, I thought she was really good. I, the actress I, I, I like I like uh, their relationship. She she was I like her a lot. And the the kid the, the kid was fantastic. She was She was the she was I really thought she was the best she part of the him? movie. She was like, "Hey, crazy." Or what's yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 crazy. My mom likes you. Yeah. Yeah, she was funny. But like so I know. I have to point out this. Oh, you know, he goes, this might be the worst moment was, of my life. That was some funny moments there. <laughs> that was funny. That was a funny, that was a funny line. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. I got to point out this one racist um, trivia from IMDb. So the character <laughs> of DJ, right, uh, who's played He's by uh, Paige Kennedy, who's who's um, like the, one of the, the black computer guys there. And, you I know, think he was he – was, I thought his character was kind of racist, to be honest it, with you. It was very kind of, yeah. It seems super 90s black guy in the movie. Well, so here's the well, thing. What, so this was. is what IMDb, yeah. he, he was, he was. IMDb goes like, the character of DJ is pay, um, is supposed to mirror LL Cool J's character in Deep Blue Sea. They even named him DJ to reference, to silently, you know how IMDb puts things, phrases things so annoyingly. Yeah. And they're like, they even, the name DJ, a silent nod to his music career. His name was DJ because that's a character in the book, is DJ yeah. Tanaka. Like, <laughs> really? That's why his yeah. name is that. It's like, no, IMDb. <laughs> but that being said, yeah, you're right. I mean, he, it did feel, his it character felt a little like crazy. It was very yeah. He was like, "Damn, with these shots." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh man, I don't know about this. I know. Yeah, it's like it's twenty eighteen, man. Yeah. I don't know about this character right yeah. now. Yeah, you don't need yeah. the black character to constantly be like, "We yeah. gotta get what? the hell this out of here." Crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a know. little bit bad. <laughs> I don't know. Man. They were clearly trying to appeal to the masses with this. Yeah, one. That's, you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> Making PG thirteen, trying to have the most amount of people see it and all that shit. Yeah, but it's like LL Cool J's character is awesome in Deep Blue Sea, and he's actually a he's. Not yeah, just like a, a fucking little, like. A bit he's that. just a cook, dude. He, he's a, a cook, but he's he's got a personality and he's funny and he does. He's got his little like, parrot. He's, he's got, got his bird. bird. Yeah, yeah so there was You a, ate my bird. There was a part where DJ was talking <laughs> where it was like focused on him a little too tight and he was talking a little too long. Where I thought they were going to do the deep blue sea kill on him. Um, you mean like the Samuel Jackson shark yes. from behind? Him? I actually there was actually one or two moments I definitely way? thought that was yeah. going to happen. One hundred percent. Well, because they they do do that once because they had like a kind of like a little zoom and like it was like tight. 
a little too tight. And uh, yeah. like they knew, I, they I knew what know. they were doing. I felt like it was gonna happen. I felt yeah. like they were trying to. They fuck wanted with you to me. think that. Yeah, I think they did. Because a lot of the other times you could tell when shit was gonna go down. In yeah. That movie. Well, I noticed, dude, watching it on this giant IMAX screen, I was like, dude, this is too much of Rain Wilson. I said to Jen, I was like, this is uh, the Dwight is just in my face right now. Like you could count the fucking bristles on his stubble in that IMAX movie. Yeah. It, the movie is very sh- closely shot. Every character, it's. Like, I, I think that's just more. That's more of just a, a more recent movie thing. But we don't need these like fucking intense close-ups of people when they talk. You yeah, know I don't what like I mean? that either. They did but that with Statham a couple to times. Be fair, like, yeah, to be fair, yeah. To be fair, it's, like a, it's a tight environment. You are in an underwater. Uh, if I mean you're in submarines, but you're not in for that much of the movie. Habitat. There's a bunch of it where they're just out in the water well, or on like, a big boat. The first shot of Statham is when he's like trying to rescue those people, like in that intro, and immediately it's like that's tight. It's like, yeah. I, well, it's, it, but it's like right up to his face. And I was it's like, shot I was very like, tight. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's. I have to rewatch Cool Runnings and see how he shoots that. It, Excuse did, me. Did Turtle Thumbs do Cool Runnings? He absolutely did Cool Runnings. I only knew you were waiting for the right time to yeah. just drop yeah. that bomb. Uh, I thought dude. we all knew he did. Cool no, Runnings. are you kidding me? I, I just yeah, knew he did Cool Runnings. National he did like Treasure. National Treasure yeah. movies and some other weird shit. But did do Cool yeah. Runnings? There is one really good. It's it's not nearly as good as the Deep Blue Sea moment, but there is a very and I won't let's not spoil this because we've already spoiled everything else in the movie. But there is one really good. You don't see it coming. Shark behind the guy moment, and it's really good. And it's one of yeah. the best shots in the movie. Do you remember yeah. that? Well, now I'm trying to remember it. Which one is that? Without giving, well, well, you can't now, do it. We can't do it. Tell you without Fuck. spoiling it. No. It's where they they he the guys you in the water. He's in the water. They think that they got the shark. They think everything's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. That's the one thing I'm thinking. Something of. comes out. Yeah. See, I th- I knew that shit was gonna happen. That was the one that, that that was the most enjoyable shot of the movie. But I feel like it's like cut. Oh, oh, no, no, okay. No, we're, we're You're talking about when yeah. shit changes, basically. This is why we don't do non-spoiler conversations. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. It, we already it, told the, already told the end of the movie. You know, already told the I movie. want us to leave this moment, okay? Okay, hey, fine. Yeah, we won't tell the big twist in the middle there. Yeah, we won't. Twist kill. The shark is gay. The shark's a gay guy. <laughs> uh, that's something that is not okay to say on the podcast. But the shark. Yeah, we, you can talk about people being gay, but not, not sharks. I'm not saying I hate gay sharks. Oh, you said it on me. Wow. We're going to have to do some heavy editing, editing on this. Can we, take, can we take five? Can we can take five? Digging this hole deeper. We'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. So, should we, should we wrap up? Yeah, I think, I think we said pretty much what there is to be said. Yeah, so I uh, will do ratings here. Yeah. Okay, so I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie. I honestly thought I was going to hate it. Really? I thought it, it was kind of like too big of a thing, big blockbuster, you know, I don't know. I I went into the movie th- pr- pretty sure I wasn't going to like it, but I honestly, I really did. Hmm. I really did like it a lot. Uh, <clears throat> I think it has, it's very self-aware of what it is without being too self-aware of what it is. Yeah, I'd agree it's with not, that. It's a B-movie that's it, that it's not looking into the camera and winking at you, but it's still, it knows what it's doing. Yeah. Which is something I need. If you're gonna make a big blockbuster that's fucking corny, th- don't ask. Don't try to fucking drag me. You know, yeah. don't try to grab my arm and fucking drag me into this. Be like, we're having fun. Here. It didn't try to be serious you know? even once. Yeah. So and it's ridiculous uh, and hey, it, it looks cool. Really. I like the characters. Jason Statham is fucking amazing. His over the top like machismo of just like yeah. jumping in the water with his like you said you couldn't machismo. keep him out of the water yeah, yeah yeah he just wants to jump in the water with this giant shark and how can you not love that it's right. amazing uh yeah. so I'll, I'll give this movie a seven out of ten it's a it's a an awesome shark movie it's so much better than i thought uh i can't wait to watch it again to be honest mm-hmm. with you 
And uh, it could have been better. Like I said before, it it really is. If you really do go into it knowing that it was meant to be rated R, you can't help but feel that it was left a, a little flatter than mm-hmm. it possibly could have been. Yeah. So, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10 mm-hmm. uh, um, serrated Megalodon teeth. Mm-hmm. How about you, Zach? That's good. Um, I... So you go into it and think this awesome new shark movie sets the bar high. You find out it's PG-13, brings the bar back down low. Yeah. And then I go see it with you guys. And I thought some of the... Superman's dream come true. I know, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, I was riding that high and I was like, this could be the shittiest movie ever. It's going to be a 10 (laughs) because I got my special special boys around me. But uh, um, I really was taken back. I didn't want it to be as cheesy and hokey as it was at some points. Like I told you guys right afterwards, when like, which I guess I kind of have to accept it. You know, right away they go to like, there's only one man who can do this job, and they're like, don't even say his name, <laughs> and it's like, you don't mean, and then it's like, obviously, it's like it's obviously <laughs> Statham, yeah. and like it's like the situation that you've seen in so many movies, yeah, yeah. and I guess like I if I had just expected that a little more, I would have been totally okay with it, but then even after all that stuff, uh, I totally liked the movie. Um, I'm a sucker for shark movies. Even though it was PG-13 and there could have been way more blood, I was very satisfied with it. I enjoyed all the action scenes. So I guess I set the bar a little bit lower, and then I walked and I walked out really, really enjoying it. And you know what? Actually, there's a couple of shots in that that I really like that – not to go back to it, but like there was a couple of shots of like Statham being like out in the water, like way away from the boat where they showed like there was one where he was trying to swim, swim out to the Meg, right. and it was like way out there. Yeah. And then he looks back at the boat, and it looks like it's like fucking like 150 feet, like 200 feet away. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives you that feeling, like it gives you that feeling of like, oh, holy shit! Like, yeah. you're not just like you're not just in the water, like you're not swimming back to that boat. Right. Like that, there was some good shots like that. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. They do fuck with your like, depth perception a little a bit. A big yeah. time where I was like, oh Jesus, that fucking scares yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I I think actually not to steal you, but I think seven out of ten. I wouldn't want to go much higher, and I don't think it deserves in the sixes or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was pretty good. I feel like if I was going eights, that would be like a really fucking quality movie. Right. But I walked out of it saying numerous times, "Wow, I really enjoyed that movie." Yeah. And I would probably see it again. Right. Um. So yeah, right. I would say seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. For yeah. Both you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I mean, I'm not far off from you guys. You know, I, I, I think I did myself, in terms of seeing this movie, a disservice by reading the book. But like I said, I mean, after I was finished with the book, I was more excited to read the sequel than see the movie. Yeah, because you, you've been a hype machine about this movie, though, for like... I have been. Two years. I've been so hyped yeah. about you this You said there movie. was like six... Bu- you said there was a bunch of books, right? There's, I, I, I think now... Like six or seven? Si- five or six. So, there's probably going to be a bunch of these movies, right? I, with, with, the, with the fact that it made this much... Money, I think there is definitely going to be a sequel. You think so? Like, absolutely. Hmm. Do you think there's any way they go from PG-13 to R? Or you think they set the bar where they can't go up? I would love it if they did. I, I you, you never say never, it, man. I, I would hope so, but I don't think if so. If they're just going to no. dish out a bunch of PG-13 sequels, they, they'll, they'll, they'll look at it and they'll say, why, why do we need to go R? We made like a we billion made, dollars that's what I'm saying. off if it's of this. Why would we make it? So we make and then they're money. banding half the people they let see it in the first place. Yeah, and it's just like the bummer with movie studios is that they're so convinced that if you make it a, a PG-13 as opposed to R, you're Going to reach a bigger audience, but if you make it R and make the movie better, the this movie, is going to be a better movie, it, and more the people movie, will see it. It ultimately yeah. will make that money. <laughs> and it will. It, it will get to where you want it to be. It sucks that they decided to do it that and way. That's, and that's yeah. And I can't get that disappointment out, out of my head about it. That's um, why it's like, all right, high. Then you set the bar way low. Again. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, I did. I had the bar set, and I tried to really separate both times I saw it. Don't think about the book. Don't think about the book. 
But I couldn't help fucking just be like, ah, oh, man, there's just so many cool things that they didn't do that they could have. And it's not even in terms of the book, but just the beach scene was so annoying to me to keep setting up this giant finale that they just skip. It's, yeah. it, it's a very yeah. weird like switcheroo on the audience. Um, I don't know if you see even a single person actually get eaten. In no. I think like one or two. Like, like, like there's, there's a guy in the giant ball. There's no blood. There's no blood and in the entire And there's hundreds movie. of people in the water right yeah. there. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity. But all that shit being said, it is it is a really fun B-movie fucking creature feature. Right. And I yeah. and I, we all got soft spots for that. I love that fucking shit. Yeah. And the, the shark did look good. The CGI was yeah. cool. I love the staith. Dude, was, all the action scenes were awesome. Action scenes were good. I mean, th- this is a fun movie. There, You know, I... You know, I de- it, it's definitely worth seeing in theaters and see it. You know, like this summer, I give it a seven point five because, oh man, I, I and I kept going back. At first, I was like, oh man, that was kind of like a that's good. That was a B. I first I was like, maybe that was an A minus. Nah, that was a B. That was a B minus. Then I see it again. I'm like, ah oh, man, it's like seven point five terrain. It just it, it it was a huge opportunity missed at the end of the day, but for what it was, it was fun and good, and I like that they had some fun with it, and um and so it definitely was not a disappointment. And um, and it's like I'm I'm a f- I, I'm a member of all these groups on Facebook like Steve Alton the author like fans of Steve Alton's work or different Meg groups and like this movie and book has super fans and and there's not many negative reviews about it. everyone's like this movie was just what I wanted this movie was so fun this movie really? was-. and there's other people that are like this was nothing like the book and and even like Steve Alton is. It, like, made some Facebook posts where he was, like, to the thousands of people that have emailed me saying how much they loved it, thank you, and to the very small percent of you who were angry that a few minor changes were made, I'm sorry you feel this way. And it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Why would you, you even know, say anything? You Why know would you this o- is mad different. Why would you even open your mouth? It's because he's, got a, he's making a lot of money off it, and, yeah. And, yeah. And, and fair enough, you know. So, you know, it was good. It was fun. It could have been a lot better, but um, yeah, I mean, after. I eat this shit up, you know. Yeah, should have read it. Well, now I got right. I got the trench up next, man. So for, I'm all good. I yeah. hold no grudges, you know. Yeah, you get some book ahead of you. Yeah, I got uh, I got I got more books, more books to read, baby. <laughs> so proud of you, dude. Thank cool. you. Cool. So should we move on to Jurassic World? Yeah. Fallen Kingdom, the Foul Kingdom. Do it at the same time. <clears throat> One, two, two three. three. Jurassic, Jurassic World. The Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. The Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. The third. The Jurassic World. The Fallen Kingdom. The fifth. The fifth. Okay. Um, when the island's dormant volcano begins roaring to life, Owen and Claire mount a campaign to rescue the remaining dinosaurs from this extinction level event. Directed by J.A. 
Bayona. What does J.A. stand for? Jason Andrews? Jill Abernathy? Uh, Jack Axel? Jonathan Allison. No, it isn't. I think so. Joey Artist. It is Joey Artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apparently, this guy has say. horror background. That's no, what not, I've heard. But I don't know. Uh, it won't even. Oh, uh, oh uh, Juan he, Antonio. We were way Juan off. Juan Antonio. I, I've heard. You people, were the most said, off because you thought you were right. So people said this. <laughs> <laughs> People said this director has a horror background. Um, yeah, he, he's. Uh, I, I didn't look up what it was though. I don't know what. I think other the oh here it, the orphanage. I never saw. Oh, orphanage, great. Okay, cool. Uh, a monster calls was an interesting movie from twenty sixteen. You've never seen the orphanage? No. I thought that was. I'm an orphan, so orphanage. I don't like. Movies I thought like the orphanage that. was a Guillermo del Toro movie. Um, no, but I think that J.A. Bayona and Guillermo del Toro have worked together before, and he's even given some kind of production credit on Jurassic World. Guillermo del Toro is? Yeah. Really? The end of the credits. Yeah. I don't, really don't know what. Um, but anyway, it stars Chris Pratt. <laughs> that guy is so funny and relatable. Um, as Owen Grady, <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire Daring, Rafe Spall. Is that, you know? I don't know. I don't know the rest matter. Rafe Spall as young Peter Cromwell. Ray Fiennes. The only other one that matters. Is it had of, the uh, dude from uh, The Ritual with right, a different that's accent. Ray, that's Rafe. Rafe Spall. Oh, that's him? Yeah, and then Justin Smith. Oh, that's from, right. That is the guy from uh, uh, ritual. the Ritual. Yeah, he's okay. also been in yeah. some Black Mirror. He yeah. just looks like a young Ray Fiennes to me. A little bit. Um, and yeah, you're right. That uh, Jeff Goldblum makes a character uh, a cameo. B.D. Wong makes a uh, ca- yeah. cameo as Doctor mm. Wu. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. Um, and the uh, the guy who played Truman Capote in one of those movies, the short guy who's the auctioneer. He's oh, he was great. Yeah, wait, no, he should. He's, he's, he's a great actor. Yeah, Toby, the, the Toby Jones. He's yeah, also Toby in the Jones. Mist. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. I, I really Toby like that Jones guy too. Rules. Yeah, he is good. He, he's such a, a weird looking guy, and he's yeah. a, he's a good actor. He plays like a weird, creepy guy all the time. Because he's good. He's, he's good. A, he's good as the yeah. good guy in the Mist, and he's good as the bad guy here. So he's Big got time. some range. He's not like for being a weird looking guy. He's not typecast. He was the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would usually think i would think he would be cast the same kind of way that guy right. who plays like Wormtail and like uh, right. harry potter is like Just he's a, always a little like, creepy villain. yeah like a slimy guy because he yeah. could be a slimy guy he is yeah. a slimy guy sometimes. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's good that he's not typecast like that so yeah. as mr eversol apparently yeah is his yeah name. good for him but also some good of you, you might you, be wondering right now it's like why are you doing jurassic world with the meg well, we're trying to think of like what to pair the meg with so we're, we just decided to do two blockbuster movies that are out Pretty much at this uh, around the same time that both have prehistoric creatures in them. They're pretty similar movies. And so and why they not? Are. Yeah, know? I thought this was a great pairing, Brandon, that you came up with. And yep. you know, you know, a Jurassic. Uh, you know, I would say Jurassic Park is the most horror out of all of them. But this definitely, as you can, you if you watch this movie, you can see uh, definitely horror elements. Absolutely, especially in the third act is very yes. much kind of a straight up uh, gothic, straight horror. up gothic yeah. kind of horror thing. Yeah, this right. it's this movie is decidedly darker and more adult. Quote. Yeah. Because I wouldn't say that in normal life. Then Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. The question is, does that make it better or worse? To ah. me, it take it took the fun out a little bit of a typical Jurassic Park movie. Made it a little more boring. A little bit more like, this is really the plot of this movie. Yeah. Okay. Because oh, I mean, how many times? How many more times are we gonna do that? It's the fifth it's, one. You know this is I mean? the fifth one, and and it feels like the plot is the fifth time. It, right. It's not. Yeah. Quite, you know, it, like for example, the Land Before Time's fifth entry is the Lost Island. Ooh, I don't know where we're getting that deep. Interesting. It's wow. kind of similar to. Uh, I, I I was like, what is the the Land Before Time's fifth one? Because it's like fifth movies. It depends. It can either be, like, just a total departure and just be like, oh, that's they're trying way too hard. Or it can be like, 
like in the Mission Impossible movies, they kind of get better as they go. Just you like Lambo for Time, okay. We had, we had a long discussion time. of, he was telling me about Fast and Furious movies, and we were talking about right. the rankings for those, but we don't get into those. Yeah. What, what are, can we, let's talk about our rankings for Jurassic Parks here. Okay. Sure. I mean, it, it, you know, Jurassic Park is an untouchable movie. I don't think you can even compare any of yeah. its sequels to it. For me, do you want to hear my Jurassic Park rating right now? I would. Absolutely. I'll tell you guys. It's Jurassic Park at far and away. And then my second <laughs> one is Jurassic Park Part 3. Um, That's a strange uh, a strange get there. It's, <laughs> uh, Part of the two over here. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's way better than The Lost World. I think The Lost World is really boring. Um, and to, I, I find, uh, I'll get more into this when we review them, but the lost world is to Jurassic Park what Fallen Kingdom is to Jurassic World. It's, they try to make the plot darker and more adult, and it ends up being more convoluted, and, it's and they also take the just, fun out It's just a it. very similar plot, too, where they're trying to get all the dinosaurs. Exactly. Yeah. It's so, in-gen trying to get all the that's dinosaurs. That's true. They're, so, so they're similar. Yeah. But So my, my overall rating would go Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World... Then maybe Fallen Kingdom, then maybe The Lost World. Pardon. Yeah. I would do one, two, five, three, four. I would go one, two, five, four, three. That's nice. too much right. to think about. One, two, five, four, three. Guess not. Think about it. I think most I just people get you, it. I'm plugging yeah. this into my calculator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the, you're tr- crunching the numbers. Yeah. Let's Luke, see here. Well, uh, okay. Well, Luke's got a little abacus out right now, and he's, I might even, he's trying to figure. I might it even out. go one five two four three. Hold on. Let me, oh, baby. Wait, okay, Zach. Not to give too much away. You're here. saying what, Zach? You're saying one two. I said one two, then then this one five, then uh, uh, then four, then three. Three didn't three didn't really oh, shift my sack at that's all. That's ignorant. And Brandon, you, say you didn't shift your sack. Shift my sack. Didn't he make it? There was no ball movement. No, not no. really. Okay, nice. not really. There was most yeah. ball movement in Jurassic World in the gyrospheres. Um, <laughs> Fuck off, Brandon. Wait, what, what was that? You were one. You ha- what? You hated them? Wait, no, you- I just hate his little fucking his little wordplay there. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate Luke trying to be fucking clever over. It. Well, you could just let it slide. Yeah. I mean, no, you I'm, not, I'm not going to gonna let it slide. Never let I'm it not. Slide. I can't help it, man. These things come to me. It's like <sighs> I'm a visionary. God damn it! Did you, Brandon? Did you say one, two, five, four, three? As well? I said three, four, one, two. No, I said one, two, five, three, four. Yeah. Okay, one, two, five, three, four, and 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 four is Jurassic World. Yeah. That's yes. your least favorite one. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh wow. Okay. And so Luke, I'll put mine above yours. You have guys. an Excel spreadsheet. Is that what's going on here? This I'm is just exciting podcasting to go over what we just said as you type it into your. I want everyone to be able to get computer. them. Computer. Okay. I'm 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 adding these up. Mine was one, three, um, what did I say again? One, three, then I'll give it to the, to, to the Jurassic World, and then I'll, four, and then I'll go this one, five, and then I'll, Lost World is my do least they, favorite. Do the numbers all add up to be the same? So amount? these numbers <laughs> all add up. That'd be crazy if they did. E- yeah, each, each one adds up to the same amount. Wow, that's wild. Do you have so, a Jurassic yeah, no. calculator and it tells us how cool or how stupid we are based on our choices? Um, Probably equally stupid. No, that's just um, I just use that with my brain for that. Okay, that's, that's fair. pretty cool, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just you know it's if, you, if you listen to our last podcast, Luke is a math guy. Yeah, yeah. if you would like to read, yeah. me, listen to me reading Wikipedia's about shapes, then yeah. please tune in. Talk into about our last how episode. he uh, had his mom make sure he didn't take trigonometry because <laughs> yeah. he's gonna fail. I still yeah. need to listen to this one so I yeah. can't dive into this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. 
Um, I mean, it's just like this. This one is. There's there's elements that I really fucking like about it. Like I love that there's more animatronics and practical effects, and the third act is cool. But it just feels like they're reaching a little bit for the whole like environmental policy. They're going to save dinosaurs, and then oh, it's actually the military, and oh, they're actually selling dinosaurs. It's a little fucking far fetched. It's insane to me that they do two movies in a row attacking the military industrial complex. Yeah, like this is just. You're not dumb if you like this movie, but this movie is for dumb people. <laughs> like it's it, it's, it, it's it, dumb. It, it's, it's heavy-handed. Dumb. All the characters are just like heavy-handed. It's a very ham-fisted movie. Like just like the last one. Like the the shittiest part about the last one. Well, the most funny, the funniest part about the last one is their whole theme of military and just a complex. Like uh, fucking Vincent D'Onofrio being like, "We need to send Velociraptors to Iraq." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Right. Well, they did the and same like, thing. They kinda, yeah, and they laid like the they continued. laid that thing on yeah. like even thicker this time. Yeah. It's insane. And uh, an original plot for this movie, they were going to feature like military dinosaurs. That's right? what they're towards, and it's the dumbest. That would have been du- yeah, that would have been stupid. The yeah. dumbest idea, like they, not, not to jump ahead, but like they. They have like a dinosaur auction, and they're like, "This is an ankylosaurus, basically a walking tank." Yeah, that you can put no one inside and dies when you shoot it. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you gonna use this for? <laughs> what are you gonna use this for? That's that, that's the best part. Is this all the rich people like bidding yeah. on it? Oh my like god, it's like, the greatest weapon. We we built this dinosaur. We built this dinosaur. It's a perfect killing machine. What you have to do is we have this gun. That you have a laser pointer on it, and you point it at someone, and you pull the trigger, and the dinosaur attacks it. You know what would work better? A bullet in the gun. A bullet in the gun would work better yeah. to kill a person yeah. than if you point a gun at someone, yeah. and the dinosaur attacks it. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like about? something you'd come up with when you're like, like 12 years old and be like, yeah, I pour the laser it's and the insane. dinosaur gets it. You know? It's yeah. insane. That's the thing. It's just like, I can just picture like all the writers around a table, and it's just like, <laughs> this is what they came up with. This is what they're like. Because, like, look, l- l- let me explain that to-, to you guys why Jurassic World is a better movie than this one. Here's the plot of Jurassic World. The dinos- Jurassic Park has been open for years. The dinosaurs have become less interesting. They're commonplace. Kids in today's society want bigger, scarier, nastier. So they make a new dinosaur. The new dinosaur is big, bad dinosaur. Escapes. All hell breaks loose. That's the plot. That was yeah. pretty easy for Isn't me to say. Isn't that just Jurassic Park 1, though? Well, th- yeah. Well, we're not talking about that. Yeah. That's the plot of... <laughs> Jurassic World. Here's the plot of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It's been three years since the park's been decimated. A group of animal rights activists wants to cat wants to save the remaining dinosaurs on the island from a volcano that's erupting, so they're manipulated by the military to go and track them when the military steals the dinosaurs and brings them back to a mansion to have a dinosaur auction where they also built another dinosaur that they're auctioning off so they can use them for various needs and then at the end they have to decide if they're going to kill the dinosaurs it's like which plot sounds better like a better movie it's insane it's just it's just it just to to explain the premise of this movie makes you sound like a fucking idiot the writing is so stupid like they (laughs) (laughs) uh, like they're auctioning off all these dinosaurs that are going for like i don't know like one dinosaur go for like 23 million or something like that like I most, think like, that was like the, the, high, the highest one was like a twenty mil. Because well, that, was, that, that was the new one. Like, that was how the much? Prototype. How yeah. much do you imagine it is that the whole effort to gather these dinosaurs cost? Right. 
like a billion dollars. And that's why I don't get every time like, like the little the, guys like, are, they, he's like, are my dinosaurs here yet? Yeah, they, like, they're coming. They're coming. It's not like, well, we just have to quickly get them off of an active volcano and fly the them across the world. You, you spliced up all this stuff to make this new dinosaur just grow more just there right. instead of spending on this whole effort to get these fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. It's the, insane. The, the, the plot holes in this movie are like on it. Like you can't look past them. The writing is yeah. so stupid, and that's what sucks. I think the first time I saw this movie, I loved it. I saw uh, it in theaters by myself and was like, "Hell yeah, that was awesome!" And then I watched it again and I was like, oh, it's "I don't so think you should stupid. think too hard about the plot for Jurassic Park Five." Yeah. Basically, <laughs> that's like, true. I, I, I'm, that's glad true. You, I'm glad you brought up the scene about being like, "Well." He's like, are they here yet? And he's like, we're getting them, we're getting them. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll just take my business elsewhere. Right. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you going to go fucking get dinosaurs from somebody else? Right. Like, yeah, where yeah, are you Also, that guy is just the auctioneer. You don't want to auction off dinosaurs. Right. It's not your fucking dream right. auction he just gets guy. A, he just gets a small <laughs> like, cut, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, they're not here fast enough? I, gotta, I better go. Like, like you're about not... to see dinosaurs in real life. Shut the fuck up, right. bitch. And that should be the auction. peak of his whole career. Uh, yeah, this is the best auction he's ever done. Absolutely. See, this, what we're talking about right here, this is why your guys here when i look at my jurassic park calendar are wrong the lost world is a is a stupid movie there are so many stupid plots in that there vince vaughn like hey what am i doing over here but it has Jeff Goldblum. In, is in, that like racist in a small way? Or like, what is that? Dude? That's the least know. racist but thing I've said. But it at least has <laughs> Julianne Moore and Vince. Julianne Moore is, is, character is, and fucking is so. Jeff goddamn Goldblum in the movie. Her annoying the whole time. Is, is annoying. Jeff Goldblum's underused. And it's just like there are so many plots going on. What, there's this bald guy that's hunting dinosaurs. Who, what is his fucking deal? Who cares about him? He's the Kaiser Soze dude, I think. It's just like about? Jurassic World or Jurassic, the Lost World. It's it, a more compelling plot than this movie. Uh, yeah, agreed. Because there's nothing compelling yeah, about the T-Rex plot in this movie. San Diego. Great. That's the like, the very ending is good. The Velociraptor scene the, where they're all getting picked off in the field. Awesome. Yeah, part's cool. Waterfall of the guy getting attacked by the snake and eaten by T-Rex through the waterfall. Sick. Some guy getting ripped apart by those tiny little dinosaurs. No, Lost like, World has some cool parts to it for sure, but it just kind of it it feels it, it's boring. It's like almost boring, and it's I like disagree. Yeah, it's just it's how great. I feel about and it. The I opening just feel scene, it's dull. The, the bus scene where the the grasses cla- the glasses cracking and they're about to fall through. Yep. It, just even the opening but, of but the little like, well, the well, little girl getting mauled to death. The rich little that part's girl creepy, getting yeah, mauled yeah. to death by those tiny. Yeah, but the whole thing they're in there. So Julianne Moore, she's like, oh my god, this cute little T Rex, and she's like fixing it and stuff. Yeah. While the, it's just like really. Yeah, the know. people who love the dinosaurs the weirdest, especially for Bryce Ellis Howard in this movie to be head. Of like a saving the dinosaurs thing. After she saw what happened, she was there. Like and so she, she was running from dinosaurs I, for her life for I an entire movie. Now like, she wants to save a, them. She's at least better in this movie. In Jurassic World, yeah, she was. I don't. How was she head of Jurassic World? Yeah, she's incapable of anything. Yeah, her character. She's is, pretty hateable. She's yeah. not. She's not a likable character. She but, can't and, do and I anything. like Bryce Dallas Howard too. Yeah, she's, she's a good, a good actress, actress. But yeah, they they, they give her nothing. They here. make her. She's just like I don't know what to do. Like I'm running around in high heels. I don't know anything. It's like what yeah. do you like? What is this character? Yeah, it doesn't. It she's doesn't terrible. The character doesn't terrible. make any she's sense. Terrible. And that one, I think she was born drugged yeah. on this one personally. Yeah. yeah, I agree. She's more like She's better in this one, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, but it's it, it's still just stupid. And and of and this is you know the en- the enemy of our podcast, the the studio was the yeah. fucking is the was the death of this movie, man. Like the the they wanted to do something more interesting with the plot, which I'll talk about later. But the the studio felt 
that they should continue Claire and Owen's relationship. Which I don't care for. It's like, do you really, really, guys? Do you, do you think that's why Jurassic World made, made money? Because I, people wanted to see Chris Pratt and Dal- Bryce Dallas Howard get together? Or do you think it was maybe about hmm, the dinosaurs? The dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah that could have <laughs> been it. But no, 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 no. Let's continue their relationship. Because Chris Pratt is like fine, I guess. He's just Chris Pratt. He's, he's Chris the same Pratt. Thing. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's yeah. not an actor. He's just a character. Like, yeah, he does right. the same thing yeah. across the board that's. He does the thing. He's a comedy. Right. I'm a comedy action guy. I just do this thing. I don't do a character, really. Right. He's you know? Chris Pratt. Yeah. So, but the only thing, the saving grace of like Jurassic World and this is that I like that he has this relationship with these velociraptors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think Big that's time. fucking cool. Like as an yeah, animal lover cool. and stuff, like I get, that gives me empathy. Yeah, and that's one of the coolest so parts like, of the I movie. I like that relationship better than yeah. him and Bryce Dallas Howard is him and Blue. You yeah. and your that's rats would be more compelling, I think, than yeah. Chris Pratt <laughs> yeah. and his Velociraptors. That'd be fair. I it, actually like that kind of shit. I like yeah. how they made you feel for the dinosaurs in this one. The, the, those the, are the most successful parts. Yeah. There's actually an yeah. awesome shot when I watched it when when the volcano shit's going off. And, I know exactly and how they're about. bailing I was, out. I almost fucking cried. Oh, that part's when, that when shot's the, great. When the boat's leaving? Yeah, yeah dude, great. I and was fucking brontosaurus. tearing up, dude. Do you guys, know, do you guys know, awesome. do you know what dinosaur that is? Which brontosaurus? But do you know which one it is? Like Fred? No. Like that is supposed to be the original the, one the, from the, the first The original scene? Brachiosaurus that they, that right. Sam Neill first sees How, when he I, gets but, out of there. Based thing. on what? Like, where'd you... The director said it. it both Colin yeah, Trevor yeah, who wrote yeah, it and yeah, Jake. But, like, yeah. you would never, yeah, you know, yeah, unless yeah, he told you that, you would never Well, know. but that was... But that's, way. that's like J.K. Rowling saying, like, Dumbledore's gay. It's like, a, like an afterthought. Be like, you'll like this, no, right? No, I don't yeah. think so. I don't I think so at all, because it's that... It signified this, like, end of the... An error with it. Like, one of the best shots in Jurassic Park is when Sam Neill... First gets out. I Dude, I, I wrote time. a whole paper about it at Berkeley in my film scoring class about how that scene is scored with the way G- that Sam Neill pulls up his Jeep That's and when gets the music out. Comes ta- in right ta- there. Yeah, yeah, takes off the song. It's the first time you hear the theme in all its glory, and it's the first time we as viewers see dinosaurs brought yeah. to life. It's like one of the most magical moments in filmmaking. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're you're seeing the wonder and you're feeling how amazing like what the wonder that they're actually exactly. feeling. Big time, and, yeah. and, and it's trip. so effective. And yeah. not only is it effective because it, 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 it's cool technologically at the time, but because it's timeless filmmaking because it still makes you feel good when you watch it now, however many years later, it still resonates. But th- this movie ha- does this whole thing where it's like they show it dying and they show the silhouette and I read that they like use the actual animation from the original Brachiosaurus it, when it's outlined in the volcano to die. And it's just this kind of thing that The Last Jedi is guilty of and all these modern movies that are like, let the past move on, man. We're in 2018, and that Brachiosaurus is going to get in a fucking sexual harassment lawsuit in the next movie. You know what I mean? It's too much of this move on. We're in, we're in a new era, and it's hella shitty in this era. And they do, and they, it's just they they didn't. Uh, that that bothered me. That kind of bo- that shot is is resonant and powerful. But I'm tired of these filmmakers taking liberties and shitting all over franchises and being like, "Well, this is my fucking thing now." Yeah, and it, that one. Guess dead. what? Now <laughs> it's shittier. It's what they yeah. did in Last Jedi. They're like, yeah. "Oh, you like Luke Skywalker? Yeah." <laughs> Yeah. How about we make him an asshole who milks fucking space goats? You yeah. like that? <laughs> Doesn't matter you didn't like it. My fucking movie, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. just such a 20 fucking yeah, 17 douchebag yeah. Hollywood yeah, they movie. They feel like they're being punk rock, like stepping, exactly. sticking a middle finger in the air, being like, hell yeah, this ain't your parents right. fucking Jurassic Park. Right. Exactly. It's like, I want my parents Jurassic Park. I want I know, that. They're trying yeah, so hard, yeah. though. I, I, my parents yeah. Jurassic Park is better and exactly. well written has characters <laughs> yeah. that are likable and have depth yeah. to them well those things exactly. are like yeah. desperate moves like trying to like not let you know i guess they have to kind of do that a little bit for, for themselves 
You know, I, I guess. But who? who if, I mean, we don't. Th- making, we don't think so. But. We don't think so. Why? Why are you trying to separate it from? Why try and separate it from one of the best movies of all time? You know you're not going to do it better, so you want to make it different. I get that. Okay, fine. But, but, but different doesn't have to be worse. You can still like write a right. fucking character that's right. not a goddamn cartoon. Exactly. All of them are cartoons. Like, yeah. like what I know me the most with the character was the 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 female um, uh, Zia. That girl. Zia. So. Yeah. Right, so I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to make like this, like a very feminist character who's like, "I am very capable. Like, I don't need anyone." But it's done in this like such this ham-fisted cartoon way, right? Where it's like, it's I feel it. like you're going against like what you're trying to accomplish. Exactly. It's like, nope, I don't need anyone. Yeah, I can do it myself. Like, yep. it's yep. it's like no one talks like that. It's like Laura Dern's like, character was yeah. a strong female character because they didn't care about making her a strong quote-unquote female yeah. character. She was just a strong character. Yeah, yeah she was fucking, fucking smart. She knew what she was doing. Right. Who, who yeah. can take care of herself. She's the most badass yeah. character in Jurassic Park. She's going yeah. both deep in that fucking shit in the first one, dude. Yeah, she didn't she care. Can, exactly, and it's like you, you, if you don't try so fucking hard and like you said, ham-fisted, yeah, send the message, hammering it you'll over get the, the message across. Yeah. Use good filmmaking, you but, know, rather than like keep pushing how much strong she is than the I don't fucking fuck with the military. Fuck yeah, you. like yeah, like Ridley was the greatest like feminist horror icon of all time because she's like doing it for the girls. Exactly. Like, I don't need anyone. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, exactly. Yeah, but this it, is yeah. what happens when you make like the, the fifth or sixth movie or something. They end up like trying way too hard with some of these characters and trying to like just fucking punch you in the face with some of these characters. And just, it's, it's, it's just a recent thing. It's just this they're, recent. They're with one. Them. No, they're all cartoons. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, and that that to me, man, I I think that is that's the studio, and that's it's when it's just it's so hard to create a a a, a thinking blockbuster these days because the fucking big wigs, you know, in the studio are just always gonna be like, hold on a second, how about instead of these characters, we got a military guy. This guy's tough. This guy's nasty. We got cigar sunglasses. We got a girl. She don't like him, and she don't need him. And they're like, I can't oh. believe I'm like, and your main character's gonna be hang gliding. He's got a jetpack and surfboard. And He's also Crash Bandicoot, and his name's going to be Tex, and he's going to have a machine gun coming out of his dick, and they're like, oh, Dude, do this we is, have this is, basically, this is basically the last movie we were just yeah. talking about. Too, Same thing. Like, they're like, there was only one guy who could tame these raptors. Right, right. But the thing is... Don't yeah. say his name, right. but, but the we'll thing call is, him. Oh, we got to yeah. go find him. You show up, he's like, oh, I'm building a house on my own. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, but right. the thing with the Meg versus this is that, like, they're treating us like we're... Dumb in this movie, like we are need to be force fed all these fucking like yeah. concepts and I these like real concepts behind this movie, these messages that right. we're trying to say, right, right. and like these characters, and I feel like they're just treating you like they're dumb. Or as far as the Meg, they're kind of like, eh, dumb. It's yeah. dumb. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't no call, it, like, call it what it is. It'll be all right. Well, the Meg you is know? like towards like I don't want to say towards like horror fans and shit like that, but Dras Park is like, hey, everybody can munch on this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Too, it feels too. Uh, s- serious and wholesome at the same time, but uh, but like the, the conflict that is that that makes the movie not work as well as it could have is you have these caricature characters that you can't relate to that are just annoying, but you have this convoluted plot. So it's like, why can't you switch it? Why can't you make it a? Which is why Jurassic World is good. Is it, it's a, a simple plot. The characters are simple and stupid. But the, the plot, you can relate. Like, the plot works. You know, the plot yeah. is easy for me to grasp. Why make such a com- convoluted plot with such flat characters? It's just, it's that's never going to work. And I feel like the plot was so flat that you could make great characters around it. It was like, oh, they're going to the island to steal dinosaurs, then auction them off at a spooky mansion. And that's like, 
That's right. the whole plot. Yeah. You know, like well, your you, synopsis like, sounded better like, like, than the no, synopsis yeah, I gave. That's, that's, really good. that's it. That's yeah. the entire yeah. plot yeah. of the movie. Spooky Mansion. Yeah. It, and you need they need Owen Grady. Like I don't know why they need these other three, but they need. I guess they need them to get Owen because they need Blue. They they had a tracking system. That was the whole thing. They, they needed need Blue to be. Uh, like a mother figure to the <laughs> new dinosaur. Right. They needed that, okay. Oh that, that's that's great, what their thing this was. This is right? a yeah, great yeah. plot point. They needed Blue to teach so this smart. to teach this dinosaur that they made to teach the dinosaur empathy because right. yep. it was a total psychopath. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I well, just chase like, like, What are you talking yeah. about? It's like yeah. he's not ready. He's a, a complete psychopath dinosaur. Yeah. Like what are you? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's the prototype, dude. It's he crazy. Lacks, this dinosaur lacks empathy. You can't. We need yeah. blue. Uh, BD Wong, like we, I don't know, man. And making BD Wong a, a villain was kind of dumb. Yeah, was I he like, bad? Was I he like, bad in the other ones? I like. I could remember. I like the turn. I didn't like that. He turned I like bad. BD he turned bad. Was he in bad in, in, no, he, in Jurassic World? In dra- so dude, in dra- BD Wong has been in Jurassic. Well, not not everyone, but he's in the original. So Jurassic he's original. No, I know that. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's I like little little clipboard. He's only he's only sweet in the first one. It's when John Hammond's like, come on. Come on, when the yeah. little raptor's yeah, coming out. Yeah. Little, little, over. Uh, it's like a little cute moment. Yeah, what species is this? Uh, Velociraptor. Yeah. Like, that's like... Yeah, that's him. Mind. That's him. And he... Yeah. And, oh, dude, the first one's so good. I'm getting stuck But I like that. how they start him off. Yeah. Just like, uh, like just a uh, head scientist at Jurassic Park who's kind of innocent and turning... In Jurassic World, it's been so long, he's kind of turned into like this, yeah. you know, an evil corporate character. I like that. That's cool. It's a character I, arc, whatever. I don't hate I it. I do. I actually yeah. did like the fucking nerdy dude. Literary dude, oh, yeah. I liked fucking him. Franklin, dude. I like you know why I, I liked him. I was groaning at Franklin in the theater because man. when there's times where he should have been shitting his pants, he was legit shitting his pants. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being like, oh no, he was like, he was like screaming at the top of his lungs. If anything, that's one of the things I hate in some movies when there's scenes where, if you're in that fucking movie, you would be losing your fucking mind, and then they're just like, oh right. no, like I actually liked how he. He's like, oh shit, I'm gonna eat my dinosaur, so, and, he look, and he looked scared out of his mind. Yeah, so, I know. We I didn't love him, but like when I saw that, I was like, that's good. So I, I, like, I know we're yeah. talking a lot of shit about this movie. While well, you said you liked it, I, I like ruining this for you. Why? Why did you like this? What? You, you what, know, what appealed to you? So you to know you what I actually so much like, about, about so, the movie. First of all, when I'm watching Jurassic Park Five, I'm not diving too deep into the plot itself. Okay, fair I'm enough. saying this is Jurassic Park Five. Yeah, and. To be honest, when I was watching it, a lot is a lot of it seemed like they were making it almost like a fucking Indiana Jones movie. And it's yeah. like that it, that's what it made me feel like I was watching a little bit. Where there's the dude, there's a dude running around in the vest, there's the fucking female person, and there's a little nerdy sidekick running around. It made me feel like and like everything was like they get caught by the bad guys and then they try to get out and they go to another scene, they're trying to get out. It it reminded me a lot of an Indiana Jones movie. In a weird way. And I'm not comparing it to any Indiana Jones movies. I didn't even see the last one. But that's a whole different story. Yes, but, like, okay. I, I took it. I, I enjoyed a lot of the action scenes. I enjoyed the volcano shit. I enjoyed the way it made you feel a little bit more connected to the dinosaurs with the blue. And, like, when they're talking about whether they should just kill them on the island and stuff like that. That being said, I totally agree with all the stuff. All the terrible shit yeah. that you're saying, too. I just fair, I didn't yeah. ta- I didn't take this one too seriously in that sense. Right. And I certainly don't rank it right in the top. That's why I put it, like... Mm, I put it. Sec- I'd kind of put it like right in the middle. I I I think there's worse movies than yeah. this one out of the five. I I do mm-hmm. like the the. I I do like the setting of a spooky mansion full of dinosaurs. Oh yeah, but I, I do, like I, the auctions I, and shit. Like, like there I, was some ridiculous. I think shit that's in there. a weird thing to do, but I thought it was cool to have this mansion run around with this little girl 
who ends up. Uh, oh, that, that's uh, she's can we, dive, can we dive into that? Yeah, let's dive into how the, she's the girl. a fucking yeah. The, yeah. So oh, yeah. so James Cromwell uh, was girl. the partner of <laughs> of John <laughs> Clone Girl. Clone yeah. Girl. Yeah. And and that it's was like, a what? thing. So it's a clown. big thing. He he owns the mansion, and uh, Rafe Spall is uh, fucking with his money and buying all these dinosaurs yeah. under his under his nose, and he eventually pillows him to death. Classic old person kill. Uh, they don't even say that. They don't tell you what happens. You yeah. see the cane fall. Yeah, and yeah. the amber shatters. He, well, he, go, he goes for a pillow. Yeah, but oh, he, did he? I mean, he I has that, okay. his daughter, and like they keep teasing, like who's the mother? Who's the mother? And. Uh, it was driving me crazy. Like that—that that was something that I was really like excited to fi- to find out, like who the mother was. Because yeah, because well, like I'm like, who was it? It can't be Laura Dern because her name's like Ellie Sadler. Right. Like that doesn't make any fucking well, sense. Then it's it can't be Hammond's. It can't be Hammond's granddaughter. Right. Like what twist like, are they setting like, up? Like I like is it the what's her name from like Lost World? Like I could I kept thinking that it's gonna be some type of Easter egg. Right. And then but you there's know? the picture that he has in yeah, the book there's that a he picture. pulls out. But when he doesn't even pull it out, I still didn't get it. I thought about it. You know why? It's because so it's because it's a picture of the girl and then there's like the mother. The and the, the, she, the, nanny. the nanny. The nanny. And you can, and they she's did a really good job. Yeah. It, I wonder if it's I actually wonder I, if it's the I, same actress. Yeah, just yeah, tons yeah, of old I, people I, makeup. I think probably because yeah. it was very identifiable, being like, "Oh, that's her." Yeah, I got that. And then she's like, "I ra-, she's like, she's like saying like, oh, you need to let me take care of both.' Like, I raised both of them. Like yeah. she said, or she said some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then they expl- and then they obviously explain later that the dude, yeah, the dude's daughter died, and so then he just made it. He just cloned her. But but what I just assumed is because what they do a lot in movies is they'll just make. Like, they're like, oh, you look alike. Someone's like, oh, that's still just a picture of her mother when she right. was a kid. Right. Because, like, they'll just do that all the time where it's like, oh, you well, look like. That's why I'm surprised they even, just, like, they snuck look, that they in there. They look the same, yeah. like, when they were young. So, I'm like, it didn't really click for me right away. I think so, it, I was very confused at first. It, but, it, like, it, I like that that was the, the, the twist, so I thought that well, was Well, that's what I'm saying. It's nothing. They didn't have to put it in the movie. It's yeah. like they just snuck it in there being like, you know what? We're fucking making dinosaurs. Guess what? I fucking made a kid. Like, boom. And, you know. I made a clone of my dead daughter. Now I'm raising her like yeah, my granddaughter. I'm, like, I'm kind a crazy of thing. gene splicer guy. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just so like, you know what? I'm like, why the fuck not? This is what I can do. Yeah. Um, so the, the, so when they get to the mansion part, like the, the, the auction goes crazy. Actually, I also want to say I love another part of empathy with the dinosaurs is I love the little, uh, what, I think it's like a Pachycephalosaurus, maybe something smaller than that. The what little the hardhead head guy. The hardhead guy is cool. I love Big that time. guy. Are you kidding me? He's a great guy. He's a real cutie. He's, he's a, a friend. Chris he's, a good, he's a good friend. He's a good friend. Chris yeah. Pratt even like locks eyes. He's like, hey, you think of what I'm thinking? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they have a special like, moment. Let's do this. Yeah, and like, then you want to fuck this party? Then, I love having little dinosaurs. And that place. little guy yeah. just goes to the auction and just like wrecks You just see dudes getting tossed in there. He's just like... Punching everyone yeah. with his head all over the place. Uh, I thought that was really nice. Let alone I liked it. <laughs> the room, yeah, I, the room full of, I liked it a lot. He was a cool those, dude. All those millionaire yeah. pricks, they get this like room full of like evil millionaire dudes. Yeah. And they all get, like look like the most stereotypical like fucking evil rich right. yeah. dicks all over the yeah. world. And they get like slapstick hurt too, because it's not like a carnivore is like ripping apart. He's just like headbutting them across the yeah, room. Yeah, just all fucking over the bashing them. Yeah. yeah, it's just what he likes to do. It makes him happy. Yeah. You know, I a, like that guy. He's free. Yeah, he's my favorite character it's like, in the it's, movie. It's like yeah. when you know we talk about like the dog allegory. You like see a dog that has like a shitty like owner and setting the dog free. Suppose yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that on the streets in Austin. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that dog should be free. You ever do that? Do you ever go up to somebody who's like I don't want a dog, free and, dog and let their yeah. just unhook their li- their leash and just let it go. Yeah, couldn't. Oh, that's a great feeling. You make Austin. Oh, a you guys place. should do that. Yeah, just let people. Oh, you do go. it. You do it on the rug. Yeah. 
Nice, Rele- dude. Release your doggos. Reading books, setting dogs free. I'm proud of you, dude. <laughs> well, just trying to change the world a little bit. I yeah. Think. But there, there is a lot of... Uh, when they get into the gothic mansion, there is a lot of horror. Like, the Indoraptor itself is pretty scary looking. So, yeah, so we haven't even talked about the Indoraptor yet. Well, we've danced around Cause it. In the, but, so, in the beginning, yeah. they do a cool... The beginning scene is cool, too, where they do the deep dive. They're like, the beginning is, is, is one of my favorite scenes. So, of the they, movie. they break into the Jurassic World and into the water be- section because that's where the big uh, dinosaur pulled down the, the in, 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 Indominus, Indominus Rex. Rex. Yeah. Like, we need a piece of the bones. And, like, oh, whatever. It's been three years. Whatever's in there is dead. You know, right? So they go in and they get a piece of it, but the thing's still alive. And like Rex is, it's, it's a very pretty, it's spooky. It's like raining. Yeah. It's like dark. Yep. Like it's, yep. it's scary. And a quick word about yeah. that intro. So and then right after is like the guys, tra- they, right? They're trying to retrieve information, and the t- and the guy is like, you know, trying to whatever do something on his computer, but it's raining and you can't, they can't hear him. <laughs> and it, and it harkens back to the original Jurassic Park and the yeah. uh, of that yeah. iconic T Rex rain scene. But so here's what my theory, and I tried to like find out if this theory is backed at all, and I couldn't find anything, so I'm just going to assume that I'm totally right with it, as I do usually on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, always and, right. And run with it. <clears throat> um, I think that that whole first scene, when I went to go see Jurassic World, I said that one of the big um, like posters was that one, from that first scene. There's the helicopter, and there's a big ladder <laughs> hanging from it, and there's a guy on the ladder with a T Rex. For this one? Yeah. Oh really? That was like an, one of the posters, and I was like, "Oh, that's probably the last scene in the movie because that's what movie studios like to do." Mm. Um, but that's one of the first shots of the movie, you know, and the guy's running, and then he gets on the helicopter thing, and the T Rex is chasing him. So I think that this is an homage to how Jurassic Park originally was supposed to end. I read this thing years ago where there were like storyboards released on how Jurassic Park was supposed to end. And they were running from the T Rex, like uh, the Sam Neill and Laura Dern, and there's a there's a helicopter, and they get on a ladder, and they're climbing the ladder, and the T Rex is like chomping at the at the swinging ladder, and they just escape it, and that's how they wanted to end Jurassic Park, but they didn't have like the money or the what he felt like that were the graphic effects to make it compelling enough. So instead, they made it just the Jurassic Park or um, the the T Rex comes and you know like takes out the raptors yeah. that are chasing them. So that was like an original concept art for the movie. And I think that this was kind of an homage to that, which, as like a diehard Jurassic Park fan, I loved that. I would love to read that book. Start like that. I would love to read Jurassic Park. Yeah, me too. Park I, book. I, I think it's great. I think I'm going to now that you I'm should. just reading books about giant you killer read dinosaurs. Park. I think you might I'm as well go read, to the OG. I might as well yeah. read Jurassic Park. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but so that that was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 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 first scene and it's it, it's just like that that first scene was so good. And the and the third act I like so much is why this movie I was like man that was fucking awesome before I really like if you don't think about the bullshit and how little you care about Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard yeah. and and how the fact that it, the centerpiece of the movie is a fucking dinosaur auction it's like this movie really does have have some cool scares in it and like no. you said it gets back to the horror of the original a little bit yeah the third act is basically a serial killer like running around a house it's, it's like the it, Indoraptor hiding in the, the Indoraptor is like like. Uh, Opening doors and like crawling around oh, the house, shut off like the chasing, lights, chasing, and then a they get girl. turned back on and shit yeah. like that. But so the Indoraptor looks so cool when you first see it because it's all that's a giant yeah. animatronic. I like built. I like the first thing even before you see the whole thing is when you see it like the claws yeah. come out trying to grab yeah, the little girl's hair and it yeah. like just misses. That's it's pretty creepy. Really good. Yeah. See, pretty creepy. And it, what's funny is when this preview first came out, I remember it so well. I was playing in Albany at the Parish House, yeah. and I was with Rory, my drummer, enjoying some uh, mashed potatoes and chicken. Uh, and there, and it was like around the time of the Super Bowl, and they were like, and it, the screen went black, and I was like, "That's when it was." They I was did like, it for the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "This is fucking Jurassic World trailer," mm-hmm. and the whole trailer is the fucking volcano scene, and yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay, that looks cool, it's intense." 
And then another trailer came out, and uh, and it was just the volcano scene again. I was like, what else happens in this? Is this movie just about like an extraction on a volcano? And then the third trailer came out before Avengers Infinity War. And me and my brother saw it, and we looked at each other, and we were just like, oh, hell yeah. And that trailer introduces... There's the shot of the little girl under bed, under the bed or under the covers, and the Indoraptor claw is coming Dude, up on her. Yeah. That was a great about, scene, and and by you were like, way. "Oh, they're gonna like, they're gonna actually get back to horror with this shit," because that was totally absent from Jurassic World. That Jurassic World is just like a kid movie, but I was like, "They're gonna get back to like a spooky dinosaur chasing people through a house." Like, fuck yeah! And they did do that, and that was very fulfilling for me. I want to talk about that scene. I thought that was an awesome scene, actually. Yeah, like the fact that like it's a kid running through, like like she like. Obviously, her bed is like not a safe spot. But like when you're a kid, like that's that, like, that's your safe. You feel yeah. like like she just goes there and she just pulls the covers up. It's like you're obviously not safe. But like I love how they did that, and yeah. she felt good. And then the thing, dude, when the thing's just creeping into the into room, through the window. Yeah. Oh my Quietly god! Quietly and then the window, that's then like, just like crawling. Yes. Dude, into that the is room. like your fucking nightmare yeah. as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Oh my, like like yeah. you're in bed and there's a thing. Yeah. Right at the foot of your bed. Right. Like, I thought that was an awesome little scene. That's literally what director J.A. Boyeo said, too. He goes, I, my biggest fear as a kid was a monster coming out of the closet. And he's like, and with this movie, I got to shot, shoot that scene. Yeah. So that, that it, does just appeal to all it, of our inner fears. It was yeah. over the top the way it was like, first of all, the thing would probably just eat her. Like, it like slowly kind of but like... But it does it up, all creepy. But like, it, it was, was still, Yeah, it was very effective. Yeah. That. I yeah, thought that, that was awesome. That was great. That, yeah, the whole third act is, is genuinely scares. And it gets back to that in the original... You know, it harkens back to the raptors sneaking around um, the kitchen, yeah, which is yeah. my favorite scene Absolutely. in the original. They had a couple of uh, there was the girls like in the elevator and the things like charging oh, down yeah, the, yeah. the hallway and she's trying to close it. That was the classic yeah. fucking Halloween H two O scene right there. Yeah, the, but the way it was like pounding down the fucking hallway was actually right. pretty good. They, they, it's true. They make it a mo- they make it a serial killer. Yeah, like yeah. Thing. And, See, and that and then who doesn't want more of that in Jurassic Park? It's yeah. Jurassic. Let's not lose sight of what Jurassic Park is. It's dinosaurs eating people. Before there were dinosaur auctions and there were bald people hunting and there was Vince Vaughn chewing gum with his camera. Before all this, it's just dinosaurs <laughs> fucking eating people. And like it finally got back to that a little bit. <laughs> like at the very end. Yeah, but there wasn't a lot of it. Give but... us a Jurassic Park movie that's rated R. That's just one fucking dinosaur gets out. A small scale, like intimate, like you know, suspenseful movie, you would have one of the best Jurassic Parks made. Well, dude, yeah. the movie ends with just like, Hey, guess what? They're at, like they're in our world now. They're everywhere. Well, so let's talk about the Not ending. Not to jump ahead to that shit, but okay. we might so, as well. We talked about okay, third yeah, act. Yeah, we all we like that the up. most. Yeah. So uh so the ending is there's gas filling up the whole uh, mansion is the dinosaur is going to die, so they have to press a yeah. button in order to release these dinosaurs or not, or let them die. Should right. they die? Should they be released? Right. Should they live? Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is going to do it. She's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to release it. And then she says, No, she decides not. And then all because of a sudden, Bryce Dallas Howard's character arc makes no sense. It makes no sense. And Chris you Pratt's like, There's no going uh, back. Yeah, right. but and also Blue. By the way, Blue saves the day. Blue defeats the. The Indoraptor in a great scene, yeah. and I, I yeah. do want to say really quick about the score. Um, the the score in this movie is um, so disappointing. Just they could have done so much with it. Yeah, but in the third act, they kill it. It's this guy Michael Giac- uh, Giacchino. The very end when he brings in the choir and it's like the whole 
as the fucking Indoraptor is roaring under a full moon on top of the spooky mansion. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. That's and, a cool scene. And he yeah. said in an spooky. interview that, like... Gothic he, as fuck. <laughs> it's gothic as fuck. And he's a big Bernard Herrmann fan, and so that was him hearkening back to Bernard Herrmann. And that was the one part of the movie where the score did kind of t- get me and was yeah. really cool. But yeah, just as a side note, that yeah. that, that is yeah. the best part. So, so looking, they're looking at this button. She doesn't press it. She decides maybe it's better this way. And then all of a sudden, button gets pushed. It's open. The little girl pushes it because she's also a clone, so she feels right. Uh, even though she just got murdered by a dinosaur for the past she hour, goes, I'm I didn't alive. even think yeah, about but, that. Uh, That's why she, she goes. I didn't I'm think a- about that. She goes. I'm alive. Yeah, so she's like, alive like me. which is kind of kind of cool. It's fine. Yeah, and it's a clone I mean, girl wants to save clone dinosaurs. I mean, and then, classic. Then tale. they get in. A tons of people <laughs> getting eaten by dinosaurs. <laughs> of course, fails all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so all the dinosaurs come out, and they have to still get in a classic scene where the T Rex kills something, yeah. and then does a roar and poses yeah. for the camera. Because <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's not Jurassic Park if the T Rex doesn't pose. Because it's yeah. the same T Rex too. Yeah. As, yeah, as in every movie, and they and uh, director Jay Boya insists that this T-Rex as a character arc that he wanted to uh, include. Oh, really? It's yes. an arc. I didn't necessarily feel he's had an arc. Oh, there, there's theories as to lot, why his roar changes in Jurassic World to this one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the people go, yeah, there yeah. is some... You I was going to say, let's hear it, but I don't think I want to hear it. But, it's not worth discussing. But, but it's then, emotional. So yeah. then we end it with, like, just pick, just like, oh, the that big uh, underwater dinosaur in a wave and, like, pterodactyls yep. flying it's like they're in the world now right which i still have a big trouble buying because like what do they have like a noah's ark of dinosaurs in the mansion like it was like one of each single kind of space like, like, like yeah they had like one of i mean essentially each. yeah i think that was kind of the point it was yeah. like a noah's ark like it was supposed i don't to be think to- so i thought they had just like one of each dinosaur like i don't know well that, well, that's, 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 that's what noah's ark was, was. Yeah. Well, they, two had two, they had a mating pair yeah okay but yeah. none of these dinosaurs mate remember the whole point of jurassic park in the no, beginning but they do mate because they change their genders because well, the frog dna but the point of the original jurassic park was supposed to be that these dinosaurs will never reproduce but then that's jeff goldblum's whole life finds a way is that they do find a way that's like and that's why he's narrating so now at, so the now they're is. out in the world. So now we just accept that there's there's dinosaurs on the world that no one that the government or anyone, I guess maybe the yeah, I mean pa, uh, Peter and stuff, you know. Well, yeah, I don't know. So you this know? is how the movie. So it just feels weird. The ending feels weird. Well, here's why it, it feels weird, weird is because yeah. they introduce the most interesting thing and the best part of the movie, and then the movie ends. Yeah. My my whole beef with Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is the ending should have been how this movie started, and it would have been a good movie. If it yeah. had just, it was like it, War for the Planet of the Apes kind of thing. If it was well, just, they're setting just, up the next one. That's all yeah. they're doing. Okay, and if they do, then 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 that's good. Then yeah. then I think that in context, this movie will work better just because of that third act than it is kind of cool interim period to see. But the movie should have just been like similar to Jurassic World. They just bring back some of these dinosaurs to keep them alive, and they escape. That's it. There does there doesn't have to be any parallels to the military industrial complex or animal right activism. Put some dinosaurs in a city, and you have a fucking compelling movie. Look at yeah. Godzilla. That's all it had to be, and they waited until the very end to even, like, mention that notion. It's like, now nah, we're in Jurassic World. It's like, wait, is this movie going to get good? Nope, this movie just ended. Now it's Dude, truly... Get, get ready for six, that's a all. A Jurassic World. I guess, wait. so look, if, if part six is about these dinosaurs, you know, quote-unquote, like, coexisting with man, then that's, you got a good movie. I mean, if Blue goes and hits up that city and it starts eating people, then you already probably have a more compelling Jurassic Park than the last three movies. But why waste our time with this extraction mission and this dinosaur auction I'm just, when you could have just done that? I'm just sick of it being... So at this point, they've done, like, 
three or four movies of like people trying to use dinosaurs, man trying to use dinosaurs right. and having like I just want it to be like one or three where it's just man versus dinosaur. Right. Like I don't want I don't I honestly don't want another man versus man conflict. Right. In it, I want it to be man versus dinosaur. It. I don't what, want it. That's I'm not sick of it. It's a lose. It. It's not what's what the I'm point of the movie. For. The point right. of it's the not, movie is dinosaurs eating people. That's like, what we cause, want. Because you know, <laughs> one, you have the man versus man conflict, but it's only through like subterfuge. It's like Newman. You know, Newman's in there. Well, the first and one is, is, and, is and deep. He, None of them get to that level of subterfuge. It's not like there's like people with guns like attacking us. Also, like I don't want that threat. I want no man versus fucking dino. And that's it. Yeah, but this like, one was all like compassion, evil rich people, right? Clone, clone girl, and then the gothic ending. I mean, you know and the, I mean? those emotional notes. Like, I, I, that's what I'll say. I, 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 we should probably give. Do you want to give ratings? Yeah, I mean, but I think that's like the what we uh, just said is like that. the most important thing to talk about in the entire yeah. fucking movie is that this this move this franchise keeps missing the mark because it stops giving us what we want. You don't have to get to that level of you know the intellectual you know the. It doesn't have to get to the man shouldn't meddle shit. That was in the, the first one did that. Okay, man yeah. has meddled. We're past that. So now it's we created monsters and they're gonna fucking kill us. That's all you need. We don't all these stupid parallels. They keep going out of their way to make work. It, it, it's so unnecessary, and it's just I I just wish that like the the producers or whatever assholes keep fucking it up would just get that. Yeah, just give us make Find a, movie. a way to make it like five make people a versus a bunch of dinosaurs. The next movie, just okay. They capture Blue. They take Blue to a research facility. What happens? Blue breaks out and starts killing people. That's <laughs> you make an hour and a half movie. It can be just as good as Jurassic World Part Three. <laughs> Jurassic well, dude, Park this is 3, why they should have made the Meg rated R. And you know, like, exactly. All, they, they yeah. just fucking, it all gets they, back to they wired all the shit down, and so they can feed it to the wider mass right. of people. Just call, just call, call it what it is. You know, that's that. That's the issue. Um, it's, so, a, it's a rom-com in the end. Right. No, 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 no. But you're right. Definitely continue. I hope the third one really get, lets us know what happens between Claire and Owen. Because I'm yeah. dying to find out what happened there. Yeah, because, I mean, because Jurassic World was still kind of about, like, of course, dinosaurs getting out and people versus dinosaurs. But still just too many people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too much. It, like, it, it's not, it, it needs to be pulled back Yeah. a lot. Scaled down. It's the yeah. scale is too big for it to be like scary, and suspenseful, and have real fucking stakes. Right. There's too much fucking going on. Yeah. And, and that's why the first one is so fucking good. This is like no one at the park. The stakes are high for a small amount of people. Right. And like it's right. It's really fucked up, suspenseful movie. It's, it's just the classic. It's 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 you and your friends are stuck in an amusement park. Yeah. And, and Dude, the, it's the, almost the rides perfect. have gone crazy. It's, 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 it's the, almost perfect. It's pretty much the perfect movie. My only beef Jurassic with all these movies very near perfect. You know? Yeah. Before we do the the, yeah. the rankings or the grades or whatever, my only beef is how many times in all these movies, like, all of a sudden, like, the T-Rex will come out of nowhere when, like, somebody is not, like, <laughs> yeah. to end the first one. Like, they're all standing there looking at the raptors. And then, oh, you didn't see the T-Rex walk through the door? Or, like, in this right. one, there's a time where Chris Pratt is about to get attacked by some fucking dinosaur on the volcano island. And then, like, oh. Like, oh, it's right there. Like, what, you didn't see the massive fucking, yeah. the biggest dinosaur fucking well, that, right there? That's just classic, you know, the, a sequel trope of And I guess it's like the ultimate to... hunter, like, but I mean, like. Yeah, but no, you're totally right. happens, it's, it's, like, it's like, yo, you didn't see it right it's, there? It's trying to recreate a little bit of that, uh, the iconic magic of the first one, and it's never going to be that. I know. Try, do something Every time else. that happens, I'm like, ah, what, 
yeah you know you didn't see in the in your periphery yeah and the, and in the, the first one too it is the perfect duex machina it's like the best duex machina in any movie ever is the T-Rex saving them from the Velociraptor. Again, and then the fucking music comes in, and then the banner drops in front of it while it's roaring all that shit, dude. It's fucking, yeah. yeah, it's fucking awesome. And, and then the last thing I'll say about it, too, is that that score is absent from this movie, and if you're going to make a fucking melody? movie in the franchise of one of the best, it's most iconic there. John Williams, it's in there, but in these annoying little... Cool, and then, bum, 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 and then yeah. it's like, whoa, yeah. dinosaur auction music. <laughs> and it's just yeah, like, yeah. Why, how are you going to not use the John Williams? Man, it's just, uh, it's just it's just frustrating watching these movies keep failing to get it right, you know? But uh, that being said, I still liked it. I, th- I thought it was cool. I give this movie a seven, you know? I think it, it, it's the fact seven. that... You give the Meg a 7.5, you're going to give the movie a I was going to say, that's, All right, that's I'm throw, giving that's this a 6.5. Okay. I'm giving this a 6.5 because... Um, on us here. The th- no, you're right. You're totally right. This movie, I do not find nearly as enjoyable as The Meg. Um, I think the third act is great, and it's got moments that are really cool and, and give me what I want out of a Jurassic Park movie, and I like that. But, um, yeah, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, you guys can go be Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and something else. Please fuck off with my Jurassic Park movies. Cool. You think they'll hear that? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Chris listens. I don't know about Bryce. Yeah, suck it, Chris. I'll give this movie a five. Uh, I, I think there were some successful scenes. I, I really feel like the emotional notes of relating to the dinosaurs were very successful in this. Yeah, They really made me feel for the dinosaurs. Hmm. But I, I'm just so sick of, of having a blockbuster movie take itself so seriously and right. still have human beings being fucking cartoon characters. Yep. Like, why does it have to be... It doesn't have to be an art house movie in order to have uh, characters who are human fucking beings. And that bothers me, especially when the movies are so focused on them. It's right. like insulting, when, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, it's like, like hey, when, here you go, idiots. It's like, but oh, who do you? On. When, when who, I don't who do you even blame necessarily... that for? Do you blame that for the director, the writer, the studio? <sighs> I blame the, it for the zeitgeist. The, 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 the human uh, contemporary. Yeah, uh, yeah, I blame how it for the spirit America is right of, now. Of, yeah, okay. block, of blockbuster movies. That's kind of just how it is. Sometimes yeah. it's not. Sometimes they can do it because, like, somehow, like, somehow, like, even like for Meg, for make, even though they did do a wank, even with that, I thought the characters were better. And I, even yeah. though they weren't completely fleshed out, I still felt something for who they were, and have it not be over the top and fucking corny. Yeah. Except for like fucking DJ and like right. you know, like, but yeah. I, it's I just stu- it's just I, treating I, people like they're so fucking stupid. I think that's and the studio, I, I man. I don't think the director wanted to do that. I don't know. I just think I think pe- pe- they treat people like they're so dumb. And like they have to, everything has to be distilled down to this little fucking slush to eat like a fucking pig. Right. And I, I don't think movies don't have to be that way. That like no, like you spend all this money and still have all this stuff happen. Like, what do you do? You think this movie when you make this movie, you spend all this money? Do you, and you give all these notes on the script? Do you really think this will ever break the top like two fifty in IMDb? Right. Like. No, but why shouldn't it? Wouldn't it be a better movie? Wouldn't you make more money if you tried to make that? Like, I don't understand when you put that much money into it that it, it you can't have some semblance of like in intelligence or artistry when trying to write a fucking film. It doesn't have to be stupid. I don't know. 
Yeah, I totally agree. It and, and I blame that on, on studios, though, and, and Hollywood in general, rather than... I think the writer, J.A. Boye and the Colin Trevor, who helped wrote the screenplay, I think that they wanted to to make this movie a bit more interesting and smart. And I, I think they didn't care about bringing back Bryce, Styles Howard, and Chris mm. Pratt, just like they didn't care bringing back the stupid little brothers from the first movie either. Yeah. Nobody cared about them. Nobody cares about these guys either. They feel like they have to have this star power, and there has to be a love story in order for us yeah, dumb, it's like the, sloshy it's like the movie formula. It's the Hollywood it. formula, dude. But we're still in even... Yeah. Like, we're seeing, like, big blockbuster movies or, like, all these giant superhero movies that are, even have, like, way more character and are way more well-written and way more depth. Yeah. Then, well, that's uh, the studio like too, though, man. This. That's because Marvel is a good studio. That they have, pr- that Kevin Feige and all these people get that. These yeah. guys have to go and show their movie to these big dumb execs. They're like, they're like, okay, how about we make a movie and and this giant fucking monster is eating surfers. He's like, how about we make about a fucking dinosaur <laughs> yeah. auction, you little asshole. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, it's so fucking stupid. You want to relate to the people? Uh, Sell those dinos. Like, it, well, it, it, that might Star be what happened. That's, it might be exactly what I know, happened. That's how like, I the big like boardroom, and then all gets fucking. It all, you know. it all, all these fucking create creativity and magic goes to die in the boardroom. It's stupid. If Christopher Nolan can make these fucking Batman movies, like, why can't you make? <laughs> Like, why because, isn't anything no. possible if that's possible? Like, it's, it's, fucking, it's, it's insane frustrating. to me. It's when insane. The, when the Nolan director has power over the studio, when you're like, Christopher Nolan, oh my you have power, and you can tell Warner Brothers. I mean, look, Warner Brothers is still trying to replicate the Dark Knight trilogy with their fucking god-awful piece of shit DC movies. You know what I mean? It, it's like, it, yeah. it's the respect and stuff, and... If you don't, maybe it, maybe they needed a bigger name director to come in and do this. You know what I mean? Than like than yeah, Jay Wayne. Like, yeah, they, maybe they don't respect their audiences and they don't respect the artists who no. want to make the movies. No, they want to make money. They, I was they just going to say that's, that's where want. it's like that but doesn't you will, matter. But like you will make. I don't understand. Like you will make money if you like. They want the quick dollar. They want the quick dollar, and not. But like, you will get quick dollar too. You if you just give these people what they want, let people make the art that they want. People are fucking professionals, and they have a goddamn vision, and you dumb it down, and people know. Like, you will still make money. Maybe it's, I guess, maybe it's less of a risk if it's just dumb enough. But Isn't like, that the exact problem with like, the Meg? But you could right, be... Right, that's what, yeah, yeah. But you could just have... I would say you would make more money if you just had an actually legitimately good fucking movie that's yeah. not just a fucking jizz in a cup. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I, I don't it, understand. Because you'll get, they'll get what they want. Yeah, again, that's and a more so. common theme between you know? both these movies, I, I think. Know. Not that they're the same or anything like that. but I don't understand the mindset. No, but I agree. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't either. It's I, just yeah. resting the laurels, I guess, of sequels. And what we've talked about, I guess, a bunch of times. The resting the laurels of sequels is that be, because the people already have loyalty to this IP. So no matter what it is, you can make a piece of shit. And people are going to go see it. Oh, you could jizz in a cup, call it Jurassic Park 6, yeah, and be like, so, I, I got to see I this. I guess, like, who fucking cares? You but, just make a passable movie, and then everyone will like, see it what because point, it is Jurassic Park. At what point Park. in this, like, in this degradation, at what point does the studio decide, let's not make it about dinosaurs in the world, let's make this about a dinosaur auction? Why? <laughs> it probably where? That's that's the disconnect. I just really don't hung up on the dino auction. Um, that's what the fucking movie is about. Well, that's because when you, like, put it out on paper, yeah. it sounds so ridiculous. And that's actually, like, what happened, so... That's funny. They they came up with a good movie right at the end. Awesome. There were good movies. What do you, what do you give it, Zach? Hey, let's, get, let's get your rating here. I fucking forgot it. I didn't even do this yet. Uh, I would probably give it... I'd probably give it like a... What I gave the Mega 7. I'd probably give this like a 6.25, let's say. 6.25? A- entertainment, okay. entertainment wise, I found it. We I talked it you fine. down. We talked you down. Uh, Admit it. 
Uh, I was actually going to go 6.5, and then when I thought about what I gave the Meg, and okay, I, I like the Meg better. Fair enough. So I'm, I'm kind of comparing the I think two it's a, a fair, bit. it's a fair scale, though. I mean, yeah. these are two 2018 prehistoric monsters. Th- th- this yeah. is what creature features are in 2018. Yeah. And, dude, if you want to be real, like, yeah, this is, like, the like the fifth Jurassic Park movie, but, like, you, you come up with something like the, the Meg, and they... Like, a movie like this kind of goes back to Jaws, and I know they're not related, but, like, you could look at this and be like, oh, this is, like... Basically, like fucking Jaws five or Jaws six or something like that. Like I've been waiting right. for a long time for somebody to either try to remake Jaws, and it could be the shittiest thing ever. But the second they remake right. it, they'll make a fucking billion dollars. Well, that's exactly. I mean, what it is, what you're saying, describing is Peter Griffin's bigger Jaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's Jaws and there's bigger Jaws. Yeah, yeah and, Jaws, and they team up with Jaws. You're exactly right. That's but, what like, it is. It's yeah, bigger basically. Jaws. But like, uh, so. You know, I guess I hold them on a similar scale like that, but I found this movie entertaining enough. There was good scenes, there was good elements. I liked the volcano shit. I liked the scene where I was saying where I liked that Jeff Jeff Goldblum was in it for like five or six minutes. Like he's a, he's two a minutes good, in the it's a good, it's yeah. a meaningful cameo. I love, I, lo- I love me some. I'll Jeff do anything Goldblum. for a taste. Dude, yeah, me neither. You know what I'm saying? Anything too, for a taste. And if anything, I thought if it's he a voiceover of Jeff Goldblum, no, just give it, yeah, just give just it to me. me. I thought I'll he was going to be in the movie way more yeah. when they put him in the beginning. I was like, yeah. oh shit, I didn't even know he was in this. Right. And then it's just that scene, and then you know he you sprinkle a little bit gold on the end when he's when he's narrating over the dinosaurs in the real world and shit like that. Right. But, yeah, uh, that was cool. So like that, that, that honestly, I was like, you know what, the fucking Goldblum was in it. So that helps me out a little bit, mm. and uh, it wasn't awful. And I guess we did our we did our whole JP rankings in the in the early on. I c- I could never compare any of them to the first one. So yeah, like let's get that out of the way right away. Yeah. So I found it entertaining enough. What is that? That's like a that's like a D minus, like a six point two five. See that yeah. movie to me? I don't know. There's a I, lot of room for this, an F. Yeah, that's I give this room, movie guess, a yeah. C. I'd give yeah. it a C. No, like I do. It, I, had, I, it had some fucking fun. It had some redeeming qualities to yeah, it. Yeah, I I enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, I would have so. loved to see Chris Pratt with an Indoraptor claw just come out of his chest and Bryce Dallas Howard like scream, and then the T Rex in the original eats her. You know, you're never getting. And that, then the though. clone girl. Now get this, the clone girl's Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> and she's got a machine gun for a dick, and she shoots all these fucking dinosaurs, and she fucking shoots off. You're going Vince Vaughn right now, dude. Space. You're going back and to Vince Vaughn. And then Vince Vaughn shows up. Oh, what do you want from me? Take a picture. It'll last longer. Hey, come on. I would love to have anyone. I would love to have Sam Neill, Laura Dern, or Jeff Goldblum. Well, Sam Neill was in, a, in, a, he in the third role. one, right? He was in the third role, but like, I, uh, but great movie. I would, I would love... <laughs> Danny Glover was in that. For the one, next right? one, I would love to have any of them back, even as like even if they die in it. They, they like, tried to grizzled, get Sam. Sam Neill said no dinosaur. to this movie. Really? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey we got, we got. I think he made the right move. We got the right move. We got Goldblum. Hey, here's I'm my thankful. here's my prediction, real quick. I think Sam Neill is going to be in the next one. I think that this, if they know what they're doing, which they don't, but if they did, Jurassic World three would be it would start off right after this one ended, and dinosaurs are loose in the cities. And there's only one guy they can bring in to stop it. Timmy. And it's fucking Sam Neill. And Sam Neill wakes up from the same Velociraptor airplane dream he has Jurassic Park 3, where the Velociraptor wakes up and goes, Alan! <laughs> <laughs> and that was your number two? That was your second Fuck favorite yeah, one? dude, what? Oh, That's Jesus one of the top Christ. five moments in any Jurassic Park movie. Damn. I want all three of them. I want all three of them. There, Dern, you want Dern too? So, so they're in a movie. Dern, Dern's okay. in Last Jedi. Listen, She's still doing. Dern's Dern, she was in Twin Peaks. She's actively in Twin Peaks. So listen. So it's kind of like 
War of the Planet of the Apes, right? They're all over like the San Francisco Redwoods, right? Filled with dinosaurs, right? But they're letting them. There's a battle over yeah. the government yep. versus like PETA environmental rights people and what to do these dinosaurs. Yeah. They're not killing people per se, maybe a hiker every now and then, but they're decimating right. the wildlife there. So PETA is still kind of conflicted about They're this. eating squirrels. Yes, but they're also technically an endangered species right. recognized by the government. So they bring in like the most three people most capable in order to deal with this, like, they have, like, a meeting, you know, let's say Laura Dern and Sam mm-hmm. Neill and Jeff Goldblum, they are talking about this, and they, uh, maybe they take a helicopter to go see what's up, and somehow right. that helicopter crashes, maybe it's attacked by pterodons, or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they want to go down and investigate, maybe they find a sick dinosaur, and Laura Dern's empathy comes in, and she needs mm-hmm. to go save this dinosaur, and they all want to check yep. out what's going on with them, and things go wrong, and they're stuck in the middle of the, uh, uh, you know, the Northern California forests. Right. And also Bigfoot's in it as well. <laughs> I would I would really appreciate that. Imagine yeah. the auction money you can get for Bigfoot. Yeah, okay. B- Bigfoot saves them. So from, I got, I'll, uh, I'll do you one better. Just put a rocket launcher Sorry. on his head. I'll do you one better. Jurassic World 3 of Megs and Men. And <sighs> we they, they we're out in San Francisco and Laura Dern is reaching into some stego poop. She's finding out what the hell going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's He's only feeling. two men. What who comes? Can do this what job. jumps out of the water? But our old friend, the Meg. That's right. The, 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 bigger, the bigger Meg. And Jason Statham is attached to the dorsal fin. Yeah. <laughs> Still, yeah. He's been stabbing the Meg yeah. for forty years. Yeah. Just the same hole, like uh, just like puncturing the wound. The Meg comes, eats Laura Dern, goes back in the water. Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum have to team up. And they're professional wakeboarders too, and they got to wakeboard out to the middle of the damn water and oh, go yeah. swim underwater and find the Meg well, and rescue Laura too. Dern. No, they got blue. one's on a jet ski. And blue's and there too. Blue, blue's on the wakeboard, and the other two are on a jet ski Ooh, pulling we, the wakeboard. Okay, yeah. Now <laughs> we're now, now I'm talking about. Now we're cooking with me? gas. You feel me? We gotta. What, what's Warner Brothers' email? Yeah. <laughs> I think Sh- I think they'll reach out to you. At I th- Charter.net. I think they'll probably contact you. What do you guys think? I think we might have a, the real Jurassic idea. World three on our hands. Ready PG. Oh no, I'm I'm going G. Oh, have some respect, dude. Come on, man. All right, PG. I guess for the kids, for the for the clone kids. PG, but I want it directed by Mick G. Hell yeah, dude. With a score by Alan Silvestri and Axel Rose. Jurassic no, Jurassic yeah. World three surfs up. <laughs> surfs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. what'd you say of Megan Men? Of yeah. Meg, of yeah, Jurassic World three surfs, surfs up, gives up a run for of the money, Megs dude. and men. That's pretty good. I think that's a good title. It yeah. rolls off the tongue. I think we've uh, done what we needed to do here, boys. I think so. All right, Zach, you got anything you want to plug here, baby? No, I don't really like you guys that much. I'll say that though. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, just say your band name again. I don't really want to do that. He okay, hey, hasn't even said enough. I didn't want him to say it. Pink I talking know. fish. Hey, check Those out their MySpace. Hey. Check out their MySpace. Yep. Check out little Zachy baby and uh, check out Dead Last. Uh, please like, favorite, review mm. on iTunes. Yeah. We'd like that. That's the best. That helps, that helps us let, the most. You, you can let us know what you think about our episodes, but let us know what you think about our sequel idea for Jurassic World here, because I think we got some Yeah, cooking. flush it out. Somebody out there has the contacts. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if, if anybody wants to take Put this idea up. and run with it, just give us screenwriting credits. We've done an audition before. Surf's we know up. what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Get Sur- us in the room. Serves up. Yeah. I'm sold on yeah, that. And, and, we, don't, and we don't want to do any more auditions. So if you want us to be in your movie, you can just tell us straight up, because yeah. we won't come in audition, but we'll be Give in. us the role. Give us the role. I get too nervous if it's an audition, but I can Act when I'm in the yeah we'll be when we'll, I'm in the heat of we'll it. be in your movie but we're not, not gonna act like we're gonna try and and win it don't make us beg yeah you know 
You guys came full circle We're really well. Man. Was that planned? That was really good. Thank you. Have you not been looking at the teleprompter? Tip, uh, tip to tip right there. Brandon's we are head. broadcasters, baby. Yeah, buddy. Well, All right. Uh, that's it for us. Thank you for listening. Thank Have you for having me, guys. No problem. Thank you, Zach Berwick. Yes. Have a good night. Thank you, listeners. Bye. Nice, nice full circle, guys. That was impressive right there. That was literally the first thing was talked about. Like. <laughs>